Hey, everybody, what's happening? It is Monday. We are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios, and we got a great show because, man, oh, man, the weekend of sports gave us incredible action. So we'll get to all of it coming up. Uh, I do want to start off by saying to everybody that our, our sponsor of our studio, Seven Mile Casino, they are great partners to us. And because they are such great partners for us, we ask that if you're going to play blackjack, poker, table games this holiday season, you got friends coming into town, you got family coming into town, you're looking for something fun to do. Come to Seven Mile Casino, just seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. You're overlooking the beautiful view of the Chula Vista Bay, downtown San Diego. That crispy, clean air is right there. And when you go inside, there's no smoking. So um, you got Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which is Sammy's Wood Fire Pizza. For those of you that are watching and listening, especially those of you who get here early, you know the story by now. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. And if you have any, any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. We'll talk more about Seven Mile during the show. Hey, another one that I really want to just mention to you because we're getting ready for the holidays. People are going to start taking some time off. Tory Holistics, California Holistics. I know um, a little bit later this month, I'll be visiting our friends at Mammoth Holistics as well. But Tory is in uh, Sorrento Valley. California is in Chula Vista. You save 20% when you use our promo code which is holidays, H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E. And everybody on the boat this past weekend loves meeting Ruthie, her hilarious husband, Peter. Everybody just has such a good time. And Ruthie, man, she brought she brought some samples. So that was uh, that was really good for everybody that was on the boat. Tori Holistics, California Holistics. Okay, let me talk about another sponsor. Now, these guys right here, Athletic Greens, they you, you hear them on like every podcast on the planet, okay? This is the most incredible product. And when I tell you that, here, here's the deal. You're obviously thinking, well, you're trying to sell it to us. Well, of course I am. But but why? Um, mostly because I use this every day. And when they've come on and off the show, even though they were off, I use this every single day. I use it. Um, my girlfriend uses it. She's buying it for all of her friends for gifts. Um, this is the deal. When you buy, here's what you do. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. You get the five free travel packs. I don't travel without this because here's the thing. What does Athletic Greens do? It's really for me about like pure mental clarity, you know? And when you buy, you get as a first time buyer, the vitamin D, the one year supply of vitamin D. And so you, you know, you just put a little, just a little tiny drop of vitamin D, one little drop of vitamin D. The mental clarity. I don't, Alex, are you still using Athletic Greens? Uh, no. You, no, you're off of them? Yes. Probably because you ran out, right? Yes. I'll get you some more. Look, this is the most amazing product. Now, a lot of people would look at this and they go, greens, ugh, that doesn't taste good. Watch this. Mm. I'm telling you, it's delicious. It is, it, But I don't mean like delicious like a chocolate milkshake. I mean, it's like, uh, it's, it's just all these vitamins packed into here. Brain power, clarity. Um, if you're having any problems with your, your movement of any kind, that's what this is really all intended to help. So if you're going to look to get healthy in 2023, start now, buy this for yourself, buy it as a gift for somebody else. And all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan and the discounts and everything are all built in the travel packs, the vitamin D it's all built in. I'm telling you right now, just do me this favor. Try it. If it's not what I say it is, then stop using it, okay? But I'm just telling you right now, when you drink this every morning, it is like all day long you have clarity. It's amazing. Amazing product. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan, and you're going to get the five free packs for travel. 
and you're also going to get the one-year supply of the vitamin D. And I drink this stuff every day, no bullshit. All right, let's keep going. Um, I want to send a shout-out to my man, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Mortgage and Realty Services, 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299 for Gary. He was on the boat the other day. Everybody enjoyed meeting with him, his wife, Karina. If you need Gary, now's a great time to talk to him. We'll talk as, as the show goes on more about it. Uh, ride one up e-bikes, ride one up.co slash great friends, ride one up.co slash great friends. We're now into the last week before Christmas. So if you haven't ordered your ride one up bike yet, and you've been thinking about it, just make the move, you know, could be one for a kid, could be two for you and your, your wife, you and your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever, um, huge discounts. And you'll save even more when you use the promo code great friends because that's another $50 in savings. Uh, one other mention here, Penske San Diego, PenskeSanDiego.com. If you're looking to buy a new car, this is a great time of the year to do so. So go to PenskeSanDiego.com and you can shop online. Makes things very, very easy. Makes things move a whole lot faster. Alex can attest to that. And one last one, our friends uh, from iThrive, Dr. Maxey was on the other day, uh, was on the boat. It's great to see Dr. Maxey. I cannot believe how many people are using this product now and are losing weight successfully. It's fully guaranteed. It's FDA approved. iThriveMD. Go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com, and you can learn more about the iThrive Lean program. Okay, let's get things kicked off on a Monday. Great friends. Hey, hey, it's Monday afternoon. This is Kaplan and crew, and we're coming to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Oh, man, I am so excited to be on the air. Today's Monday. It is December 19th. We're going to take you all the way up until Friday. And then after Friday, guess what? These two young men right here are going to enjoy a well-deserved Christmas holiday and uh, we'll be off next week, but we'll have best of shows for you. So I'm just kind of giving everybody a heads up right now. Everybody who's listening on 1090, who's watching on YouTube, catching up to us on television tonight on Channel 4, which, by the way, last night I was out on a boat in the Parade of Lights and, um, you know, downtown San Diego. It was packed and it was awesome. And, and up on, on the Embarcadero and just all along the path, man, it was just packed with people on the shore, tons and tons of boats. But a gentleman came up to me on the boat I was on yesterday. It was a small group, maybe like 10, 12 people. And he said, hey, man, he goes, I watch you guys every night on Channel 4. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool, man. Appreciate you saying that. He's like, are you guys like still on radio or what? I'm like, that's amazing to me. You watch the show on Channel 4 on Cox Your View, but you have no idea that the show is back on 1090. So we're continuing to grow and build. 2022 has been a great year for the show. And I'm telling you, my whole theme for 2023 is growth. But that's neither here nor there. Because today is Monday. Grande, brown man. I, I don't know where to start today, honestly. I think that the World Cup final that I watched yesterday morning was like one of the greatest times I've had watching a game. I, I don't remember a Super Bowl where I've been biting my fingernails quite like that. And there's been plenty of last second field goals or massive comebacks in Super Bowls. I can't remember just, uh, and I had no dog in the fight, man. I'm not a France fan. I was rooting for Argentina, but what a game. And I just, I love watching great athletes, the best of the best perform on the biggest stage. And so yesterday watching the world cup final, and, and by the way, we had one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the NFL 
the night before and another spectacular game on Saturday night between Buffalo and Miami. And Alex, what your Minnesota Vikings were able to do against the Colts with this crazy comeback. And then yesterday, I mean, yesterday's NFL games, were they out of control? I mean, the way the Raiders and the Patriots finished that game, I promise you this, 30, 50 years from now, when they talk about some of the most bizarre finishes to NFL games, that Raiders-Patriots game yesterday will go down in history. So what a weekend. We had the boat party, the tailgate party. I'm sure you saw on social media, Billy Ray was there and Kimberly. And like the whole family was back together again. And that felt so good. And then if you're a sports fan, this weekend was balls. Yeah, I still say balls. okay? Cut me a break. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. This is Kaplan and crew. Grande, Brown Man, good afternoon. How are we doing today, fellas? Uh, doing really good, man. Doing really good. Um, just uh, one of those sports weekends that that goes down as a great one. You know, the uh, and I got to say this. If you are a person that watched the World Cup final and you don't watch soccer, mm-hmm. don't watch another game. You're good. Ain't nothing going to live up to that. You'll never watch a soccer game and be like, oh, that was a good game because you just saw maybe the best game of all time. Like, and that's maybe recency bias, but as someone that watches two to three soccer matches a week, it don't get much better than that, man. It don't get much better than that. The best players in the world being the best players in the world in the biggest event of the world. It was beautiful, man. It was awesome. It was amazing. I'm going to make, I'm going to tell you this right now. And I, I know I'm going to sound, this is going to sound ridiculous. Browner is going to likely ridicule me. I will probably have earned this ridicule. There's a part of me watching the end of the World Cup yesterday morning, and I'm kind of like whimpering a little bit. Did you watch it in Spanish or English? English. Okay. Well, you yeah, I was kind of whimpering. Yeah, you watched it. Oh, wrong. I did. Yeah. Where would I have watched it in Spanish? I wouldn't have known. Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> so I grew up with a guy, and I don't know if you know the name. His name is Andres Cantor. He is. Is the that the boy, guy who goes, go, yeah, go, like go, go, ages. go, he just goes, yeah. go, yeah, I grew up with him my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, he is Argentinian. Oh. And he calls the World Cup games for Telemundo. So mm-hmm. I watch every game in Spanish, unless England or U.S. is playing, then I watch it in English. Weird thing mm-hmm. that I do, whatever. And he legit started crying in the final, really? like in the his final call, he is crying. Yeah. Like oh, sobbing, wow. basically. Wow. And yeah. I am sitting I, we, on the couch yeah. at nine in the morning. Like, yeah. why am I getting emotional right now? Like, yeah. I don't care yeah. that Argentina won. It was yeah. incredible. I, I was emotional, not like I was hysterical crying hardly, but I had like this little whimper going. And I didn't, I was trying to hide it from Rachel because I didn't want her to be like, what the hell's your problem? But I'm not joking when I tell you, if you're a sports fan and Browner's already, look at him, just look at this face. He's already going to laugh at both of us. When you are a sports fan and you see the best players at the biggest moment perform up to their reputations, that's one thing. But what I what made me kind of emotional about the World Cup final was knowing the the like suffering slash the giving every ounce of who you are in that moment. You know, you've been playing the 90-minute game, and it goes 105 minutes. And then they play these overtime periods. And then you're putting just more, the, the wear and tear of all that you've given just to get to this point. And now it's a tie game. And 
your whole future of your life. You will live this for the rest of your life, win or lose. Don't be giving me that face, Browner. There's a basketball game that you played in your career at some point that bothers you or you celebrate daily. There's an athletic feat in my life that I literally use the lessons from every single day. And when I see these guys giving everything they've got and it's a tie game and now it's going to penalty kicks and all the pressure on both the keeper and the, and the person who's taking the kick and the crowd and the world watching, I'm telling you, man, freaking World Cup, as great as the NFL was this weekend, and it was amazing. Nothing topped what I saw Sunday morning in the World Cup. All right, Browner, let me have it. Go ahead. As a non-soccer person who actually woke up and wow, I, mean, I didn't see the start. I didn't see any of the lead up. I just woke up and it was like 12. I mean, it was already one to nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. It was good. Like as a non, as a person who doesn't like it, who literally would, would watch a replay of a old NBA finals game, then watch a soccer, a live soccer world cup game. That was really good. So I can only imagine how good it was to you people. How I'm sure there were a lot of people crying in their beer. Yeah, I thought you guys probably thought that was great because I was watching like, oh, that's good. Whoa. Ooh. So if I was doing that, I could imagine what soccer people were doing. Like, I'm not completely off the radar when it comes to emotional ties to sports. So I was like, man, people must be going crazy over this. Because I never, like, the reason why I don't like soccer is because you never really get the important people doing important things. And in this particular game, Mbappe, my boy, literally was like, no, no, no. We ain't losing today. And it was like at some point he was like, okay, y'all not going to help me? I'm going to do it myself. And he just started scoring and scoring and scoring. That was awesome. And then Messi came back, and then he scored, and then that was awesome. So now the people who I recognize are doing things on a level that – you would expect him to do it if you didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what made it good for me. And I know, I guess that's what made you guys tear up. But so I get it. I get it. But yeah, I, I may never watch another game. I don't see the point. <laughs> it's so funny you said that though, Alex, because I thought to myself, I love this World Cup final so much. What else can I watch in soccer that would make me like really love the experience of watching the game. Cause I love watching college football and I love yeah. watching NFL football. The only thing would top you, that is if your child did something like in a state championship, like if you cried watching that, the only next soccer thing that can top that is a child doing something where you just go, Oh my God, I can't believe you did that at the well, last second. I will tell you, as somebody who, you know, I watched my daughter from the time she was five till after graduating high school, I sat on those soccer fields for all those years. I told my daughter, I was like, what I loved most about watching you play, and it's what bothers me today that she's still not playing in college. She could so easily be playing. She has played, and she's just chosen to give it up on her own. And, And I said to her, I said, what I loved watching most when you played was knowing you were hurting knowing you were sick or you were coughing or you were just out of gas or your legs were hurting or something was wrong. Like knowing that you were suffering is what I'm saying to a a 20 year old young woman, knowing that you were suffering 
but still willing to give everything you had. That used to make me literally cry on the sidelines of watching my kid play. To watch these guys give every last ounce of what they had because this was the World Cup. For Messi, this was it. This was his last chance to dance. For Mbappe, he got one four years ago. We all learned this during the World Cup. Of course, we're not experts. But now that I know this, I can throw it out there like I know what I'm talking about. It came out nice. Thank you. Alex, I loved it, man. Yeah. Alex, let me ask you this question. You ready? Mm -hmm. as, as our resident soccer fan and as our resident Vikings fan, mm -hmm. what was better? The Vikings' insane, legendary, all-time comeback on Saturday or the World Cup final where you didn't even have, like I said, a horse in the race? Which one was better? The final. I mean... Not even close, right? Not even close. And this is... This, this, look at what I'm wearing. Like, I'm telling you, like, Saturday was a huge, uh, you know, regular season football game. But I don't think, I don't know if you guys understand the, the worldwide phenomenon that is the World Cup. You know, it's, and the NFL is America's sport. The NFL and that's football it. and is America's sport. That's like, it. It is a, it is a United States of America thing. The World Cup across the world, literally, means so much to so many people that you well, can't not like the world series you can't know exactly no. but and it's not and, like the world baseball classic you know yeah. oh, this is yeah. a this is a sport that no matter where you go in the world it is played everywhere everywhere in the world soccer is played i have no idea how many billions of people tuned in to the game yesterday but when you have what people consider the best player ever playing in a world cup final that's already big enough and to for have to have him do what he did and to have mbappe do what he did i mean i've seen so many i was listening to so many different calls of the world cup and a lot of the final calls are like and on the other side you look at mbappe who scored a freaking hat trick right who scored a penalty and still lost like it's yeah. not fair you know it's really right. not Four fair goals. And it's it's incredible, man. And I, my TikTok feed is is been littered with videos from Argentina, and it is it's amazing, man. I I wish I could express verbally what this means to Argentina, the country. You know, it's not just the soccer fans in the country; it is to an entire population of people what that victory meant for them, to a country that's already won, by the way. The last time they won was my year, the year I was born in 86. But to win a World Cup, I don't think, especially the three of us, I don't think we really realize no. what it means to show. I think I do a little bit, but you can really. What I saw in Buenos Aires and Argentina the last 24 hours. Yeah. It is. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Can you show us any of that? Can we? Can you show? And I also want to hear the, the call of the gentleman you mentioned who's Argentinian. Right who um, is the voice of, of soccer internationally. And you say he, he was all teared up as yeah. they were getting ready to win this. He's thing. been doing this cool thing. I'll show you a drone footage. I could show you this drone footage of someone got their drone in Buenos Aires about mm -hmm. 30 minutes after the game was over. They didn't yeah. have like a watch party. This is just people yeah. coming out and celebrating together. Yeah. Uh, the streets of Buenos Aires. Oh, my I, God. For those of you that are, that are listening on radio. Oh, my God, dude. Holy. Oh, geez. Put it no. this way, no Super Bowl, no World Series. I mean, 
Laker parades, you know, back in the Shaq Kobe era where, you know, the streets of downtown LA, New York City, when the Yankees have won the World Series. I, what we're looking at right here, at least of this drone footage, oh my God, you might be talking about literally like, I, don't, I mean, I millions. Can't, what am I going to do? Count, I mean, I'm, yeah, I want to say millions, millions, but am I going to be sounding like I'm exaggerating no, if I say no. millions of people You're on the street? Gonna, I know, you ain't finna shine spice of that. Those are millions of people. Yeah. That's what millions of people look like. Damn. Yeah. It, it's been, it has been, it, it, honestly, man, like it is. The, if you see, I'll pull some pictures up too so you guys can kind of get the magnitude of it all. This is yeah. just Buenos Aires. Right. You know, like, like, put I've, it this seen, way, if you, I've seen videos if of you, people in like, in like shacks watching yeah. tube TVs. With like yeah. twelve of their relatives going absolutely insane, um, right. like if you've ever, oh my god, like if you've ever seen like an aerial shot of of Bourbon Street during Mardi Gras, you're like, oh my god, look how packed it is. If you've ever seen like an inauguration in, in D.C. where the the whole you know D.C. the mall area that is is all packed with people, this is we're looking at daytime and nighttime footage. Oh, it was nonstop. I don't think of people yet. just in the streets partying. Oh my god, They're, the whole country is going to have COVID country. tomorrow. It is uh for them it'll crazy. be worth it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of people are like I can die now. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Let me hear the uh call of uh of what you were saying where Yeah, so Andres came? Cantor has uh, he started yeah. a TikTok for the World Cup mm -hmm. and he yeah. has recorded himself Smart. do Smart. games. Smart. And so he's been putting up, you know, highlights of him just just his face. So this mm -hmm. is him calling uh the final penalty kick yesterday Va Montiel. Montiel, no! 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 Argentina, 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 Hey, is it true? My son was telling me this story. Is it true that Mbappe? Now you told us this last week, Alex. Mbappe and Messi play on the same club team. Paris is it Saint Germain? Yeah. Is that the yeah? Okay. Is it true that Mbappe gets paid like a hundred million dollars a season and has like part ownership of the team and like access? <laughs> he just to the got. Yet? Is he, that is that really true? So he was he was trying to force a move to Real Madrid this offseason, mm -hmm. which is like you know, the pathway for a superstar player is to eventually end up at Real Madrid. Uh, mm -hmm. He did sign a contract that was ridiculous. I don't remember the terms of it, but he signed a massive, massive contract. I don't know the exact 
what exactly he gets so but i'm sure imagine, i mean like, their main sponsor is qatar airways oh really i guarantee you, imagine, you the dude is flying luxuriously everywhere he goes think about this you're messy you play for your club team paris you just ripped france's heart right out of their chest and and showed it to him man and won the world cup there think about that like so, you, you uh, as a as a paris <laughs> fan you root for messi <laughs> yeah. but but as a team france fan he just killed you yeah it's uh it's really interesting to see too uh someone that you know a lot we were talking about rooting for mexico last week right but it's crazy to see how many like mexicans have just jumped on the messy board too it was almost like mexico won yesterday on my instagram yeah. feed but uh I, mbappe I, signed a three-year 224 million dollar contract so okay. he gets a total of 75 million dollars per year which equals to $1.4 million per week. Wow. Well, that's yeah. money. I know. My, my girlfriend was saying to me yesterday, she's like, Do you, are you rooting for somebody here? I'm like, yeah, that guy, Messi. She's like, oh. I'm like, now the other guy, Mbappe, amazing, but he's young and he he's already won one. This guy's old and at the end of his career, yeah. and he I want to see him win one. And it was awesome. That's I got his say. final so game with Argentina. Like he, well, win or lose, he was going to retire. Right. Well, here's here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll get we have a lot to get to. I mean, the NFL was crazy. The World Cup was awesome. We got a lot with the boat trip this weekend was all great. Hey, I want to remind everybody listening and watching to please this holiday season, visit our partners at Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. They're only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego on the beautiful Bay of Chula Vista. You get that nice, crisp, clean air. You're looking at the Coronado Bridge in downtown San Diego. When you walk in, no smoking. And you got table games, blackjack, poker, other table games over here. You got Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, which is Sammy's Woodfire Pizza on the other side. All smoke-free environment. Great food, amazing table games, and an incredible location, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. So this holiday season, friends and family coming in, you're looking for something fun to do, Seven Mile Casino. The website is sevenmilecasino.com. We had a great year in partnership in 2022 with Seven Mile. We're going to have an even bigger and better year with Seven Mile in 2022. 23. All right, look, where are we going next? Are we going into this crazy Vikings comeback, this incredible Dolphins-Bills game? Are we getting to the finish of the Raiders and the Patriots or maybe what happened with the Chargers? I don't know yet. Stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios here on Kaplan & Crew. Hey, great friends. Monday afternoon on Kaplan & Crew. Radio listeners on 1090, glad you guys are here. Uh, YouTubers, chatlins, love you guys, man. Really, really do. And appreciate you getting involved in our live chat on YouTube. All of our television viewers tonight on Channel 4 San Diego, glad you guys are with us. And to all the audio podcasters doing it on their own time. Just uh, happy holidays to everybody. I hope you're into the spirit. I know I certainly am after this weekend. At the commercial break, um, I kind of came back in. And what are you guys talking about in the post-game celebration um uh, this is we were started the show talking about the world cup by the way real quick story for you both of you guys i get a text message from a guy i know yesterday works for qualcomm and shows pictures hey look where i'm at taking pictures of the stadium on the outside and then there he is standing there arms wide open with the pitch behind him and the whole state i was like how the hell did you wind up going to qatar for the world cup final I mean, how many people were in the stadium? 90,000, something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like 75,000. Dude, that was so cool. I got to get pictures from my buddy Joe who who was there. I got to. Was that he was next really to Elon? Cool. Was Elon Musk there? Elon Musk mm -hmm. was there. 
I, you know, I didn't and see he, that. He, he ratted himself out. I know that's been a big thing on Twitter. So he probably should be suspended from his own app. He gave away his live location, which yeah. is now a no-no on Twitter. Well, Correct. it gets gets journalists suspended all the time if you mm-hmm. are following his plane. Um, wait, so, so I we were talking Elon about there. Uh, yeah, Elon Musk was there with Jared Kushner in a Saudi Arabian prince's box. Which you know, and Jared Kushner. Why do I cool. know him? Who's Jared Kushner? I know the name. Uh, President's son-in-law. Oh, thank you. Sitting with a bunch of people from Saudi Arabia, because yeah. you know, politics and fun times shouldn't mix like that. So we what were mean, talking man? about in the. Oh. I don't know. What you, uh, mm-hmm. Listen, I don't know what you're talking about, dude. I mean, it, Saudi Arabia an enemy of of America. It's self-explanatory. I mean, I, mean, I think we find they're the they're, those who know. Those about, who know about live no. golf, man. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, we we have a we have a feeling about what Saudi Arabia is all about, but we also know how dependent we are on their oil. So we just kind of, I mean, we're hypocrites. We just deal with it, right? Sure. I mean, yeah, no. I didn't really, I didn't really care who Musk. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, you guys heard sure. me. I didn't even know who Jared Kushner was. So, right. But I think they're they're investors in Tesla. I think, if I remember correctly, are they? the Saudis are. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, we, uh, we were talking about Salt Bay. You know, Salt Bay. Oh. Salt, salt Bay uh, is the uh, steak steak chef guy who always takes yeah. the salt and runs it down his yeah. forearm and stuff, and like yeah. people are like, "Ew!" and they eat it. Yeah, you know who and I think opened some, a restaurant there. in New York, and everybody slams it because it's like incredibly overpriced and and, yeah. ridic- and not that good. But yet, every soccer player ever has gone to some of his restaurants out in Europe somewhere, and they're always taking pictures of them. So Salt Bay uh, was on the pitch after you know Argentina won. And there's, I can't show the video. We'll get taken down for sure. But, but because why? Who who wants to see this guy after I won the World so Cup? So, like, Messi is like celebrating, trying to get to his family. Mm-hmm. And Salt Bay is like grabbing his arm, mm-hmm. just like insisting for a picture. And Messi <laughs> looks at him like, he's like, no, bro, I'm good. And he eventually gets his picture. But the picture is just of Messi him looking at him like, what? And Salt Bay pointing at the camera like, take a picture right here. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't Salt Bay have a whole bunch of salt with him on the, on the field? Would have been recognized more. This so you could show everybody, yo, is that Salt Bay in the suit? Yeah. 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 So he's hounding. You see Messi's like trying to pull away from him and eventually yeah. he it's gets like, his chill, picture. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. But Salt and Bay. And then he like, also you, he also broke the, the Cardinal Sewell, the Cardinal rule, Which where is? where you know how unless you win the Stanley Cup, you don't lift it above your head mm-hmm. if you're part of the team. So yeah. family, friends, team, teammates, mm-hmm. coaches, they all get to hold the trophy. Mm-hmm. Strangers don't get to hold the trophy. This man <laughs> took a picture with one of the players, Angel Di Maria, and then with his kid, and then grabs the trophy and takes a picture, kisses it, puts it above his head. So you know he was just doing his thing. Is Salt Bay Argentinian? A, the arrogance of a man who makes steaks. Yeah, I he, that guy, that guy is Sean Wolchev with steaks. Get out, get out, <laughs> get out of the picture, bro. Get out of the picture. You, you but wait, know. But hold on, I have a quick question for you though. Somebody gave this guy a field pass, number one. Yeah. Number two, Alex says that all these soccer stars come to his restaurants, which, again, I, I only know the Salt Bay guy because there's always, like, some dude who's in the restaurant with his girl, and he's trying to show off, and Salt yeah. Bay's making this thing up, and then he throws a little salt on top of it, and then, you know, like, there's supposed to be some sort of aphrodisiac all up bro, in this you're moment. you're not going to put no meat in my girl's mouth while I'm at the table. No, nah, bro, you got to move back. Uh-uh. Yeah. I ain't paid yeah. four thousand dollars for this. Uh-uh. Move. <laughs> Move, I ain't paying four thousand dollars for this steak. No, no, no. So no, somebody no. gave Move. Salt Bay a, a a pass to get on the field. Obviously, yeah. these players must know who the hell he is. Everybody, okay, so everybody knew who he was. 
Watch the video, Scott, and you will see the uncomfortableness yeah. okay. of every individual he's trying to get a picture with. Right, There's two videos that 100% you will be like, okay, that's cringe. And it's the Messi okay. one and the Di Maria one. And am I supposed Bad. to watch this on Twitter? Is that where I should watch it? Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I'll yeah. watch yeah. it. So the one so. with the, he's trending. The one with, when the he guy's holding trending, this yeah. baby and this guy's like telling the baby, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Bro, move. Yeah. I would say yesterday, because I watched the entire post. The, the trophy ceremony or whatever my favorite mm -hmm. part was by far the argentinian goalkeeper who won the the uh, golden glove award for best goalkeeper of the tournament mm -hmm. he gets the trophy from this you know qatarian prince or whoever he is mm -hmm. and he starts walking towards the stage to take his picture and the, i guess france fans are booing him i couldn't really hear it on tv and he gets the trophy and he puts it on his crotch and he's like, yeah, <laughs> he like simu simulates doing it <laughs> next to like all these like proper like Qatari guys are like, what the hell does happen here? Dude, I don't know. I'm watching Salt Bay right now trying to get Messi to take this picture with him. Bad. And Messi's like, yo, dog, I'm trying to hug it out with all my teammates and all the people that are like really involved here. And Salt Bay's not taking no for an answer. And, and it seems like Messi's going, yeah, OK, yeah, yeah, I know you're here. But man, like take your hands off me, dude. And he's still going to charge you for a steak if you go to his restaurant. Oh, yeah. Ain't no discounts. Mm -mm. Right. Like, if you took a picture with me and my baby at the World Cup, boy, my steak is free. My whole table free. Uh-uh. Nah, fam. He got that you stole pick. my moment. He got that pick, though, dog. He did. He did. He got I really that I wish pick. I could show videos, but FIFA's the craziest one. But this is the goalkeeper <laughs> doing this. Oh, my yeah. God. That's <laughs> hilarious. That is so funny. Well, hey, look. Um, to me, coming out of a weekend – where I know here on Monday afternoon from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, the things I want to talk about are, like my first inclination is like, we had this boat trip on Saturday that was out of this world. Next Level Sailing, Captain Troy Sears, Captain Fathom, and the whole crew on the Yacht America, absolutely amazing. But it wasn't even the boat trip itself. It was the pregame tailgate party which really was kind of a magical moment. And I want to talk about that. But on the other hand, the World Cup Sunday morning was so incredible that I felt like that's kind of the story that people are talking about. But yet on the other hand, this is, of course, if you had three hands, you know, there was some sort of. Yeah. You can only say it on the other hand once. In right. Theory. But unless yeah. unless you have three hands. Mm -hmm. But you don't, you know, no, I know. I know you don't, but you have a third leg, you know, well, I don't, you might. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just saying guys, too, that you guys just, you let's know. just move on. Okay. The point is, is this God's got three hands in this story. Okay. On one hand, <laughs> where's the third hand on one is hand, it, to an arm? it's the boat trip. Okay. Okay. On the other hand, it's the world cup, but then presuming I had three hands, then I'd come back to the NFL. I mean, mm -hmm. what happened this weekend in the NFL, just, just generally speaking, in the NFL. On Saturday, you have one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the league. As a matter of fact, during the Colts-Vikings game, I, was it CBS? Who had the game? Was it? I, I don't NFL remember. Network. Oh, thank you. That's why I was watching it on my phone. The NFL Network um, actually started to show you videos of the um, Buffalo Bills and the Houston Oilers. Frank Reich, one of the all-time great comeback games ever. And because that was such a monster comeback that they were saying this Vikings-Colts thing is, is on par with that, 
Later in the night, though, on Saturday, when you have the Dolphins and the Bills, when the whole storyline all week for the Dolphins was, you'll never be able to play in that cold weather and the snow. In the meantime, the Dolphins had a, a lead, and Josh Allen mm -hmm. was on fire. And then one of my favorite parts, of course, as an old broken-down kicker, is to see a whole bunch of offensive linemen trying to clear the path mm -hmm. so that the kid can come in and kick what turns into the game-winning field goal. And the snow is coming down. Like we, we talked about the rain for the Padres-Dodgers game and how magical that was. As the snow was coming down, you know, uh, it was such a cool moment to be watching. And then just over the weekend, just other games that, look, the Raiders-Patriots, the way it finished was ridiculous. The way the Chargers have now worked their way back into the playoff picture, uh, the way the Cowboys collapsed against the Jaguars, my Lions with a victory. There were so many insane games and crazy storylines. So one hand, World Cup. Other hand, Boat. Third hand, if you had this sort of physical situation happening, Back to the NFL. Yeah. It's that kind of weekend. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, it's that kind of weekend. Are we ready to announce the, the Super Bowl run that's about to happen? Because this looks eerily similar to what the Bengals did last year. What the Lions are doing? No. No, 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 no. Oh. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You what? know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Y'all don't want to say it? Y'all make me say it? You're going to make me say it? Because this is now two weeks in a row where we come up in here. And they done pulled one out where normally they would, quote, unquote, charger it up. That's what we say around here, right? They're going to charger it up. My dog, Herbo, <laughs> come out. Sling, 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 kick, win. He didn't play well. He didn't play well. But he got the win. Franchise he's, uh, do that. I got to tell you, he's really irritating me. Mm-hmm. Justin he's making you cheer. He's making you cheer. No, definitely not that. 100% not that. Oh, you will. He is spoiling what we have appreciated for the last six years since they've been gone. He's spoiling the chargerness of that organization. It's really irritating because yeah. that team is not well coached. No. That no, team is underperforming every other position. Grossly. But that freaking kid just every now and then makes some stupid ass throws that you're like Boy, this is yesterday really irritating bro and yesterday yeah. at the exact same time that dicker the kicker makes the kick that guy's irritating as well because that's three game winning field goals from him so those two are on my on my hate list on my naughty list this for you know Ooh, i like a naughty list don't like them two right now and then mm -hmm. at the exact same time he makes the kick dicker the kicker the Raiders do whatever they're doing, mm -hmm. and then the Lions somehow beat the Jets on another fourth down miracle. So it just <laughs> all so like the Chargers go from out of the playoffs to the sixth seed in a right. matter of like right. ten seconds. Right, because the Dolphins lost yesterday, the Jets yep. lost yesterday, and yep. it's interesting because the Dolphins, using them as an example, you know they lost to San Francisco, who you know they're a good team. Mm -hmm. You know. They lost to the Chargers, who, no matter how much we may not like it, at least those of us who are haters, um, they're trending in the right direction at this time of the season. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Jets, who, you know, are organizationally kind of like the Chargers. This is a bad organization, you know, and, and never, you know, catch a break, but, and they're falling apart. So 
So the the Dolphins have lost to three quality teams in the Bills, the Chargers, and the Niners for a three-game losing streak. And they look like they're on the downslope, whereas the Chargers have come up in these last two games. Because I remember I was listening to the broadcast and somebody said, well, the Chargers have gotten really hot. I'm like, they have? Because two weeks ago they lost to the Raiders. Yeah. And I got to say this because we – I was like, I remember the game where they went for two and they won, and Browner Mm -hmm. was like, Staley finally did it. I'm like, dude, that was not a hard call. I have to – on the same exact – the same exact situation, Vrabel took the coward's way out. How you go and try to tie that game in that moment when your team cannot do anything. Ryan Tannehill is – Bad enough on two healthy feet. Now he's got one broken ankle. Like, how you don't go for two and put pressure on the Chargers, at least if you fail, whatever. But you're going to give Herbert 50 seconds to just move the ball, like, a little bit. It was the most – and honestly, I think Mike Frable, when I think of guys, I'm like, he always does things like go for two. Right. What the hell was that? Yeah. And and then Herbert throwing that laser – you know, down the stretch, he's he's rolling to his right. He's fighting Robin off a really defender. So you can get up and the ball. Pressure's coming. Herbert eludes the rush. Throws on the run, and it is caught. Look at that! Look at that throw, man. I mean, that is that is a great throw. I mean, there's no taking that away from the kid. Great yeah. throw. Amazing throw. Because he's really having is. one of those games where it was like we talked about on Friday briefly. They they should win that game. And they're not going to because Herbert's now playing bad, you know. And but Tennessee, Tennessee defensively had a good game plan. I thought Tennessee executed their game plan well. Tennessee defensively, they are more ravaged by injuries than any team in the NFL. Like they, they had, they had this conversation about how their three star players have played fourteen percent of the snaps together this year on defense. Like they have been Mm -hmm. just as bad as the Chargers. As uh, their injuries that they have, the Titans have more, and they just could not do anything besides give Derrick Henry the ball. But it just wasn't enough. Let me ask you guys this question. The the Chargers, a lot of people think that they could go on this big run. They've won two straight games, both of these games at home. They're going to Indianapolis. Indianapolis can't finish a game, as we saw on Saturday. Um, but mm-hmm. that could be that could be a high-scoring affair. Then they're home against the Rams, and and the Rams, we all know how their season has gone. And we'll see that what they look like tonight against the Packers. And then they'll finish on the road at the Broncos, where there could be weather and it cold and the, you know, the the altitude and so on um and then the broncos would love to spoil anything that might be going on for the Chargers at, at that point do you honestly think they're going to win five straight games they've won two of the next three games at the colts home against the rams and at the broncos at some point something's got to give not no, no no this is laying out too perfect i don't I, the colts aren't good no they're not good. the colts are not good the broncos are not good and the rams at that point would i'm Everybody's ready for vacation. So you just came off a Super Bowl. You two games away from the season being over. You got a, a quarterback you got from the bargain bin. We got no running backs. We got no wide receivers. But like, we are in our home stadium, but with their logos all over it. So if you're asking me, the way that the road's laid out, I don't see them losing because these other teams, they're not good. Not that they're not playing good. They're not good. Good. And in this year's NFL standards, they're not good. Like the Broncos are not good. And it's not like one of those things where, oh, it's a division game. So it'll be tough because it's a division game. No, they're <laughs> not good. Hey, didn't the, didn't the Broncos win yesterday? They did. 
against then, the Cardinals. And then they yeah. had a monstrous comeback against the Chiefs themselves. Although the Chiefs, they are, they just they're cruising through the regular season like yeah, they do every year. News They'll right just now. whoever they're playing, that's the level we're gonna play yeah, at. Like right. they did worse. it yesterday. I know they did. The overtime 100%. against the Texans. Yeah. yeah. But if you look at the AFC. The Chargers are better than the Patriots. They're better than yep. the Jets. I know that yep. the Jaguars kicked their high knees earlier in the season, but I think Jaguars they're. Be- I yesterday. think they're better than the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. I do too. Are they better than a healthy Lamar Jackson-led Ravens? Yes. Are they better than the Bengals? Are they? No. Oh. Are they are better, they, than, are they the better than the Bills? Yes, I think they're better than the Get Bills. They're better than the Bills. With, with that, without they're Von Miller. Better than the Bills. With, okay, really? listen. And, listen, and the road out. would have to go through Buffalo, just so Hear you know. Out. Hear me out. With no Von Miller, mm-hmm. they had almost no pass rush against Miami. None. So if you go there, healthy Keenan Allen, healthy Mike Williams, healthy Justin Herbert, and that snow don't come down, which is, you know, 50-50, you got a chance. It's just cold. Once you start moving, you'll be okay. It's well, just cold. I think the Dolphins proved that yesterday. They and did. this guy played in Oregon. All right, so let's, it ain't like the first time he's been in snow. Let, let's do this. We got a lot to get to from the NFL. I mean, we're kind of going. Hey. We're kind of going big picture here. We'll we'll start to go a little bit deeper into it coming back up. I do want to mention everybody a company that we're working with again called Athletic Greens. So I want to mention it here because we're talking to our radio listeners on 1090. We're talking to all the YouTube viewers all the television viewers on Channel 4 San Diego, and all the podcast listeners. I really want to get this to everybody. If you're thinking about your health in 2023, this is a product that you should absolutely add to your repertoire. These guys advertised with us um, a while back, and um, it was a whole big screwed up campaign because like half of it went on radio and half of it went on podcast, and there were different promo codes, and it confused everybody. And the people who work at Athletic Greens, there's this young lady who's here in San Diego and her father's a huge 1090 fan. And so she was all stoked to get us on the air and then it just didn't work out so well. So I said to them, I go, guys, look, I use this product every day, every single day, I, because it's mental clarity, it's digestive health. And it's just one of these things that when you, when you take it, you feel great. When you don't, you feel the difference. And I've stopped taking all multivitamins. I've stopped taking everything that my doctor suggests I take because everything seems to be here in just one packet of Athletic Greens. So when you buy through our landing page, athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan, you get five free travel packs. I take these everywhere I go. Uh, And then you also get the one-year supply of vitamin D. What we're doing, Rachel and I, is we're giving these out as holiday gifts. So this is the gift of good health. And um, we're ordering it on my landing page here and we're we're sending it to people and then you know if you buy it and you renew you know the show gets to make a couple bucks but this is not paid advertising this is i use this every day and wanted them back on the air desperately so the best way to do it was for them to say okay we'll pay you on what you sell um forget about us who cares about us we care about you we want you to be healthy you know, this is an amazing, incredible product. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. You can read all about it. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. And I'll tell you guys right now, Alex, I know you want some more of this, don't you? Give it to me. Mm. Chug it. Chug. Chug. Cheers to your health, everybody. Cheers to your health. All right. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Still want to get to the boat trip and the tailgate party. And I also want to get to all the crazy endings around the NFL. Stick around. This is Kaplan and crew.
Hey, great friends. What's going on? It is Monday afternoon. This is Captain and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man. If you're just getting with us on radio, we started off talking about the World Cup and how emotional it was, um, at least for those of us that were into it. And Browner, I got to give you a lot of credit. Um, the fact that you were watching and that you, you know, even though you're not a soccer fan, I'm not the biggest soccer fan. I don't watch Premier League. I don't, I'm not a fan of a certain club in Europe. I, Barely watched the LAFC until they got to the championship. I don't consider myself a soccer fan. I love the game. I don't consider myself a fan of it, though. Uh, but to watch that and to have somebody who considers themselves not a fan, to actually watch and appreciate, I thought was pretty cool. So we started off talking about the World Cup. We moved into the, the crazy weekend that was the NFL. We started talking about the Chargers and this run that they're on and how uh, Browner is now hyping them. As you know, last year Cincinnati Bengals. We'll see. Yeah. And uh, Browner, I'm sure you want to talk about your Bears versus the Eagles because we hyped that up on Friday. So do Alex. I'm sure you want to talk about your Vikings, one of the greatest comebacks in the history of the mm. NFL. Mm, can you stop saying one of? You want me to say the? Because it is. Well, I mean, at 33, was it 33 to nothing? Yes. Yeah. So I guess statistically and score wise, it's the biggest comeback ever, right? Yes. Okay. All right. The biggest, the greatest, whatever. I also <laughs> want to talk about the Raiders. The way the Raider game ended yesterday hey, was. Hey. Would you rather lose like the Colts or the Raiders? If you got to pick one. Well, if you're Matt Ryan, probably the Raiders. Because <laughs> now if you're, you're the Colts. Yeah, would you rather on Matt lose? Ryan's mantle? I think he has an oh, MVP award. He does. But the number one thing people he was will the remember. Number one him, overall pick. The number one thing people will remember. Is twenty eight to three and thirty three zero, right? You know, I don't think people will remember thirty three zero. They will remember. They will remember that Super Bowl, right? When when people they'll talk about greatest comebacks in the history of the league, and they'll they'll always hype the Vikings for the comeback rather than the Colts for the collapse, right? Because nobody really ever says it was the biggest collapse ever by the Houston Oilers when the Buffalo Bills came back. They talk about the comeback that the Bills had, mm -hmm. you know, and and who was playing Pretty quarterback that day. Pretty interesting that it was Frank Reich led that comeback, mm -hmm. and the team that just fired him mm -hmm. is on the one receiving that got, end. Receiving end of that, yeah. <laughs> That's what they get. Well, is this a failed experiment yet? Are we done with this, Jeff? Saturday? Yeah. Are we done with? What this? did we expect? Over. What did we think it was going to happen? Uh, ask Jim Mercy. Well, let me ask you guys this though. I think of all these. Plan. <laughs> yeah, right. It's going exactly as most people probably thought it was going to go. No, I think it's going one. the way it's planned. Hey, the little uh. Number one pick. Perhaps, perhaps that is the way it's going. They ain't gonna get. They ain't You can't. You can't lose wins. That's true. Texans got that on lock, bro. Of all the games, though, when you think about the wacky games that happened this weekend, Vikings over the Colts, thirty-nine, thirty-six. The Bills' last-second field goal in the snow to beat the Dolphins, thirty-two, twenty-nine. The way uh, Jalen Hurts put on a show. In Stop a, it! Come on. In a win over the Bears, we gonna call really. You calling that a show? Yeah, that's really. Right. That's right. You, I know you watched the game because you texted me about a couple things. There's no way you're gonna call that a show. Well, no way. Hey, Justin Fields was was great too. I mean, running the football. I mean, he's he's a great running back. That Justin Fields threw more touchdowns. Mm -hmm. There's no way you watched that game yep. and tell me he put on the show. Stop it. Now you just you just you're doing stuff now. Well, I mean, I'll just look at the stats. Go ahead, look them up. I mean, Jalen Hurts. 17 carries, 61 yards, three touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Justin Fields, 15 carries, 95 yards, zero touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So, yeah. So Jalen Hurts did what his team needed him to do to win. I mean, you were telling me last week that he's not that good. If you walked away from that game mm-hmm. and you thought Jalen Hurts was better than Justin Fields, yeah. Wow. Well, okay. You're not going to oh, insult me by calling me Mr. Red Zone? Listen, it was clear cut. <laughs> that game was clear cut who was a better quarterback, and okay. it was Justin Fields. Okay. AJ Brown <laughs> is phenomenal. AJ Brown is great. Great. The other little skinny guy they got running around too, uh, Devontae Smith, I think that's his name. He good too. The Bears, nobody at wide receiver. Nobody. Still threw for more touchdowns. Still ran for more yards. And would have had a touchdown if he didn't step out of bounds on the nine-yard line. Please, somebody help this man. Yeah. It was a great run by Justin Fields, the one that he stepped out of bounds. Great every run. Week, every great week run. he give you one of those. But every it, week he giving you greatness. But it's amazing how, how he can be so great mm-hmm. and the team could be so bad. He don't play defense. Well, no, he, hey, listen. You're a football expert. Hey. Who, who got better defense, the Eagles or the Bears? What? Listen, do I not do I not make this argument with you the entire baseball season about Otani? He can't talking? do it all. He listen. cannot do it all, dog. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask, ask you a question. I'll, I'll answer. Did Justin Fields, does he play special teams? I think so, yeah. He does? Justin yeah. Fields plays special teams? Yeah, he's okay. on the kickoff coverage, I think, yeah. Okay. Does he play defense? I think so. I think he plays uh, corner. Yeah. Okay. Does Otani pitch? He does. We were just talking about Matt Ryan. Yeah, no, no, he did this. He did this. He did this. He always brings this up. He always brings this up every time. They're not the same. They're not the same. Okay, Justin, Fields is a, Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Please okay. continue. Oh, you were going to say that he's a better quarterback than Otani is baseball player? What? <laughs> I mean, listen, the, the other games of the weekend, though, how about the way the Cowboys lose with choke. with Dak Prescott? Well, choke. I mean, you know, ca- not a fluky play. Choke job. Come on, choke job. Okay, well, I mean, the way they fell apart, I'll buy that. The Chiefs just barely get by the Texans, but the Raiders and the Patriots, the way that game ended, of all the wacky stuff that happened over the weekend, I got to say the Raiders and the way the way they beat the Patriots, I got to take the cake, man. If you Mac Jones, this is a man sport, brother. You got to bring him down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get it. You, it ain't on your scouting report that you athletic or tough or none of that, bro. This is a man's game. You can't let him do that to you. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, dude. I don't have sympathy for professional athletes often. Man, I felt bad for Mac Jones yesterday. That he did not deserve that. He had nothing to do with that play. What the hell is Jacoby Myers throwing him the ball for? What's what's Mac Jones gonna do with that ball? What is Mac Jones gonna do with that ball? If I'm Mac Jones, I'm going up to Bill Belichick. I'm like, cut him. He's not even good. Like, cut him now. And we wait decent. Wait, you think you think you think Bill Belichick needs to hear that from Mac Jones? When when Mac Jones walks in and says to Bill Belichick, cut him. Bill Belichick Bill Belichick goes, dude, he didn't come back on the flight with us. Dude, I'm walking in with this picture and showing it to Belichick. Look what this man did to me. Because your receiver threw it to me, threw it 30 yards back to me. What am I gonna do with that ball? Uh, also this picture, this picture for those of you that are listening on radio or on podcast. Mac Jones, a quarterback from the Patriots. You have <laughs> probably seen this picture, and if not, you'll find it very easily. He's down on the ground, almost on his butt. And it's not that he's, like, trying to make a tackle. He, he's got his hand on the defenders. Like, what's the kid's name who, who returned this Chandler pass? Jones. This, Chandler Jones. So he, he's got his hand on Chandler Jones's right leg, but Chandler Jones is stiff-arming 
Mac Jones. Heads to the head, man. Call into it. the grave. Illegal into hands. the he put him in the grave, bro. Illegal hands to the head. Call that. Calling this a stiff. <laughs> calling this a stiff arm doesn't do it justice. If you listen, he put this man in the grave. Like he was dead after this. Not moving. It's <laughs> over. It was bad. That is. I mean, okay. Let me frame it this way. That play was thirty yards away from those two people. Has. <laughs> <laughs> Has a lazier player ever been oh, rewarded man. more than Chandler Jones on that play? How is he so far behind from that play? He quit he, on he, that play. And he was like, all right, whatever. This is over. Has anyone ever been rewarded more for being lazy? Like that yeah, dude, if you, watch, if you watch the all 22, what's he doing over there? He gave up on that play. He had to have just laid down on the well, ground. Yeah, let's, let's watch the play. But this is some Jones on Jones violence right here. Oh, I know, man. You know, I mean, Connor, you got to be happy. You got to be happy. I mean, look, look at the look at the demographic makeup of one Jones versus the other Jones, and look what the look what Big Bad Jones did to little little Jones. I mean, this is some Jones, Jones on Jones right here, dog. It was actually a really good call. Dirt. I think it was Kenny Albert. Mm -hmm. Listen to the yeah. Doc Hollins out on defense. He's all the way back. Uh, Stevenson. Oh, he just never got up. Flips it back. Stanford band nowhere in sight. Uh oh, it's picked off. Uh oh, oh no! <laughs> Leave it oh, wow! Ah! Chandler no. Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. If you play this video again, oh, that's where he got tackled at. Oh my so God. he missed the tackle. Yeah. And then the offensive lineman fell on top of him, and he just never got up. Wait, what do you there. what do you want me to look at? I want to because I look at Chandler Jones. Okay, so he misses the tackle. He initially missed the tackle, and then the lineman falls on him right here, and he just never gets up. Because watch where he catches it. That's where he caught the ball. Okay, wait a second. Watch. So now watch. That's right where he got tackled. <laughs> <laughs> That's where who got tackled? Jones. Chandler. Okay, if you look at the running back. He avoids oh a tackle, an ankle tackle. That's Chandler Jones. Oh, no, right. no, I know. Chandler Jones makes this, like, diving attempt, if you will, right. to try and get the running back down. Right. And he misses him. He whiffs. And yeah. so he's laying face first down on the ground because he just got run through. And he never and he gets pancaked. Yeah, and he gets pancaked. And that's why I called him lazy because he just never got back up. He just stayed All there. Right, right. Let, me, let, me, let me see it one more time. And keep Ken, can you keep Kenny Albert in it? No, I guess not. All right, oh, here's yeah. here's Jones Chandler Jones. Oh, I see what you're saying. He got yeah, yeah. offensive lineman jumped on him when he was down on his on his belly. And just never got up. And then never he was like, up. "Oh, hey, like yeah." And 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 you know who was hustling on the play? You want to know who was hustling? The offensive lineman who jumped on Chandler Jones. Because mm -hmm. when oh. Chandler Jones makes that interception, the only <laughs> other player for the Patriots that's around is Mac Jones. Bro, if you okay. Mac Jones, you saw that ball coming. You had to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we talk about just okay? There were so many wrong things about this play. Number one, it's a tie game. Yeah, Jacoby Myers, your awareness on Madden's got to go to zero because it hey, is a tie down, game. But you're not losing. Belichick, but but usually Belichick, you think coaches guys and gets guys who maybe aren't first round talents, but they're smart and he can coach them, dude. You don't know it's 24-24 and it's time to fight to live another day. Now, like, we can blame the running back for trying to toss the ball back because, bro, what are you doing? Let's go to overtime. So the running back makes the mistake of pitching the ball, and then the receiver makes the mistake of trying to throw the ball 
way the hell back to the quarterback. To your point, Alex, what's he going to do? What other yeah. mistakes are we are we talking about here? Uh, they ran the ball. They're not Correct. even that far away. Mac Jones could get it to the end zone from the 50-yard line. Well, why do you and think they, they ran, ran the ball? Why do you think they ran the ball? And take a knee. <laughs> We've seen teams take a knee before. At that moment, they're just like, okay, we're not going to do anything here for with a second left. There's two seconds left. Throw it in the end zone. The chances of a 109-yard interception return are way – I don't I mean, I don't know what the chances of that was, but still. Like zero. That, is, that had to be like 0.01. If you're going to give up on the game and you want to go to overtime, it, we've seen endless amount of times teams take a knee when it's tied with like one second left. Take a knee. Why are you – first of all, all, why are you running the ball? It's a tie game. So why did Stevenson lateral it? And then Jacoby ran nine yards backwards, a full sprint. <laughs> nine yards backwards, and then threw it from the 40 to the 40. Like, what the f- – <laughs> honestly, <laughs> what the hell, dude? Can we acknowledge that Bill Belichick loses to a pupil in that manner? It's oh got to make God. him sick. Dude, you know what? Got to make him sick to have lost to Josh McDaniels like that. Right. That's Like you, that? You just brought up a great point. I, I hadn't even – Never even got there yet because the play was so outrageous. Like when you think of the all-time craziest plays in the history of the NFL, things that like come to mind uh, for me, the holy roller play between the Chargers and the Raiders where the ball is kicked down the field and it's ultimately recovered and it's a touchdown for the Raiders. Um, The Pasarchik play, as it's called, where Herm Edwards is the defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles and the Giants, Alex, are doing what you're saying, which is they're just – handing the ball off to run out the clock um, and Pisarchik fumbles and, and Herm Edwards picks it up and takes it to the house. There's another one. I got to think of the guy's name, Alex. I don't know if you'll know this, but I, I think it was in a Minnesota Vikings defensive lineman. I'm almost sure who picked up a fumble and ran the wrong direction and scored a touchdown for the opposing team. I, th- I, I don't remember. Gosh, I got to think. Of, but I'm very so recent think- with those things like Aaron Rodgers, the, the, the refs going catch, no catch. That play against Seattle, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Cromar- Cromartie's missed field goal against the Vikings. It was like a 109-yard yeah, field return. goal missed return. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that – so, man, that's going to – that's number one, man. If you saw this, if you saw what happened between the Raiders and the Patriots in a high school football game, you'd go, yeah, you know what, I, I – listen – Kids trying to make a play, right? Bad idea. Sixteen years old, stupid, right? But in a an NFL football game, on a team that is coached by Bill Belichick, his players are supposed to be the smart guys, so to speak, the well coached guys, the guys that you can get more out of because they maybe they don't have all the physical ability, but they got the mental capacity. To to have a guy think to himself in a twenty four twenty four game, I'm going to throw it to our quarterback twenty yards back rather than just get down to the ground and live to fight another day. Mm-hmm. So Bill, to Browner's point, cause I've all-timer. known Bill Belichick all time versus mm-hmm. his apprentices mm-hmm. is now 18 and 20. It's Padawans. Yeah, really? They, these guys have beaten him, huh? But I bet you, if you look up his apprentices record as a whole, yeah. they have yeah. a losing record. Terrible. But you know yeah. what? All of I want to tell, tell you something. I'll tell you something. Bill Belichick is going to go down in the history of the NFL. We all understand this as the greatest coach of all time. Um, Bill yes. Belichick, oh. Bill Belichick is to the NFL what say a Phil Jackson is to the NBA. 
making a comparison. Okay. Um, but here's but here's the end all be all. And people will talk about this forever. Phil Jackson had Michael Jordan and he had Shaq and Kobe. And mm -hmm. what Bill Belichick had was Tom Brady. And since Tom Brady has moved on, Brady's won a Super Bowl and his career is winding down as a player, clearly. And Belichick, not very good since. I'm not saying that Tom Brady gets all the, the praise and Belichick now has to take, you know, maybe maybe the shine is coming off. No, no, they were a great team. But Tom Brady and his greatness made Bill Belichick See, I, and his coaching staff. I mean, that therein I lies a lot of the difference. I disagree with that. I disagree really? with that from this stand. I disagree with that from this standpoint. I'm not taking away from Tom Brady's greatness because that's evident. No one could take away from that. And I'm not taking away from Bill Belichick's greatness because no one could take away from that. In the beginning, it was Bill Belichick. Because no, if you remember not, the game. No, 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 but no, no, but dude, they never won anything before Brady. I, I'm in the relationship. Tom Brady was not a superstar when right. he landed in New England. Right. The game plan was run heavy defense. Make throw, don't lose the game. That's how it Tom Brady's career started. Well, he was winning. a young guy. Yeah, he's a young kid. Correct. Correct. So that phase of it was more Bill Belichick. In the end, it was Tom Brady, because at one point they were just giving him dudes, and he was turning those slot receivers into all pros. Now he went to Tampa Bay and they had like the most stacked team you could put in an NFL game, and he won. So I don't necessarily I, I don't necessarily say that. Bill Belichick has lost anything. I think rebuilding is hard, and he's rebuilding. Not going well. He'll make so the playoffs. Might. Might. All right, hey, let me do this. Playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I it's not – I don't think it's likely. They just, they just crushed that game. That's – I mean, the Jets Mac Jones it. already buried. The rest of the team's going to join him soon. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. a group plot. Yeah. Let me do this. Hold on one second. Um, let me just have a minute here to tell everybody about our friends over at Ride One Up eBikes. RideOneUp.co slash great friends. Hey, Browner, did you tell me that it was going to be like 70 or 80 degrees on Christmas Day? 80 on Christmas Day, baby. Dude. It's a Christmas dude. miracle. You got to get out there and ride that Ride One Up eBike. Oh, I'm riding today. You want to really? know what I did this week? Oh, tell me. Saturday, mm -hmm. before the boat trip, my whole crew was over here. We were watching the Vikings game before we went to the boat. Halftime, they're like, hey, Let's get on your ride one up. So I had a group of like four or five people. We jumped on the ride one up, and I'm now I'm like, okay, now you guys know that there's no BS about how amazing these bikes are. And they're like, dude, this bike is sick. So now I'm expecting some sales coming our way, boys. Hey, nice. uh, ride one up.co slash great friends. That's our landing page. When you get there, you'll notice 400 off on this model, 300 off on that model, 200 off on this one. Regardless of which model you like, you're going to save money, number one. Number two, you're going to get the extra savings when you use our promo code, Great Friends. That's going to give you an additional $50 savings. So, Alex, that's really cool. Um, all the guys were really impressed, huh? Very impressed. Yeah, that's cool. That's really awesome. Rideoneup.co slash Great Friends. And um, these e-bikes, they're fast. They're fun. You can use them for exercise, obviously. Transportation, no parking. You know, lock it up. It's just, they're, they're great. They're so much fun. You'll love them. Ride one up.co slash great friends. What are you looking at? Ooh, Do we need a breaking news sounder. Cause the Padres have just made another move. Come on. Is it, is it sizable? 
No. No. <laughs> well, maybe. It is I mean, a very good move. Okay, but it's not like, you know, it's not like the earth-shattering news of spending $280 million on a shortstop or, you know, something. How many more of those left? You know, this is not a, a Juan Soto, you know, no. big giant trade crazy. The Padres are even in on this kind of a move, right? <laughs> Correct. No. no. Okay. All right. So hold it for one second. Uh, for those of you that are tuning in, we are coming to you from the Seven Mile Casino Studio, Seven Mile Casino, uh, sevenmilecasino.com. I say tuning in. Should be saying tuning in on 1090. All of our great friend Chatlins, we're glad you guys are here on YouTube, TV viewers tonight, and podcast listeners across all the different platforms. When we come back, Alex says there's some breaking news from earlier in the day related to the Padres. We'll get to that. And it's been such a crazy sports weekend and, and a Monday that we haven't even talked about what happened Saturday with the great friends tailgate party and then the boat. Stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios on Kaplan & Crew. Hey, everybody. This is Kaplan and crew from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, along with Grande and the Brown Man on the airwaves of 1090 on the stream of YouTube, all the audio podcast platforms tonight on television channel for San Diego, everywhere else you can possibly find us, man. I'm telling you, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, Sided, you name it, we're on it. Hopefully you're getting our email. If you just go to KaplanandCrew.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, give us your email. You get put on our email blast, which comes your way once a week. So we're very easy to find. And um, today being Monday, we've been talking about the World Cup. We've been talking about the crazy NFL weekend and uh, the Chargers, the Raiders, the AFC playoff picture. Alex, I'm sure, would like to hype the Minnesota Vikings and uh, Kevin O'Connell and the greatest comeback that the NFL has ever seen. We'll get to that coming up in just a couple of minutes. But Grande, before the break, you said that there was some uh, some big Padres news from earlier in the day. What's going on? So I would say it's big. Listen, you know you know you got you Darvish, you know you got Musgrove, and you know you got Blake Snell. That's your top three guys in whatever order you want to put them. Yep. But who's going to be four and five? Rumors that it's Morahone. Rumors that it's Nick Martinez who resigned with the Padres. Now, according to reports, this is confirmed. The Padres have signed Seth Lugo, who's been with the Mets his entire major league career. Uh, mm -hmm. primarily as a reliever, but now reports saying that he is expected to be a starter where he has started 38 games in his career. But last year was three and two in 62 games played with a three, six Oh ERA. So a very good arm added to the rotation slash mm -hmm. bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. And possibly a starter. I mean, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting if, um, I don't know what kind of contract he signed. In it's a two-year, fifteen million with an opt-out player opt-out option after this upcoming season. Yeah, so there's not really like a lot of risk on that's on something fine. like that's this. Safe. That's safe. Yeah, it's very it's a very safe move yeah. because if you're if you're AJ Preller and you use him as a starter and he winds up becoming good, this kid will opt out after the first year, and he'll go find himself a lot of money somewhere else. But on the other hand, if he finds himself not starting, but he is a bullpen arm. And he's finding some success, and the Padres are are winning. And maybe he sticks around for two years, you know, if that if that's good. And this has got to make you feel even better if you're a Padres fan. I mean, the Dodgers haven't done much this offseason. and according to reports, the Dodgers were in the bidding until the end for Seth Lugo. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Oh, How about that? Oh, How about again, that? Got him. I mean, they hey, lost, I was really they lost Justin Turner this weekend, so they are they have lost a lot of, I would say, the heart of that team. Yeah. I don't know if it, they're their best players anymore, you know, but Bellinger, 
being gone and Turner being gone, I don't think that that is a insignificant losses for a clubhouse. Well, wait a second. I mean, think about from a Dodger perspective, and we think about it from the Padres, but think Dodgers for a second. The year before you lost Corey Seager, now you lost your shortstop, Trey Turner, who was brought to be the next Corey Seager. I didn't know this. I don't know if you got, you know how everybody talked about um, Trey Turner wanting to go to the East Coast because his wife wanted him to be on the East Coast? Mm-hmm. Do you guys know that she's a soccer player, that she's a pro soccer player? Did you know that? Did not. I did not. I didn't either. My son is full of information this weekend. He Who's she play for? She plays for, I want to say either. Better be Philly. Either Philly or, <laughs> well, I, I think it, Philly or New Jersey. I, I'm not, I don't really know that much about the uh, the women's pro soccer league yet, other than the San Diego okay. Wave. But my son told me, again, he full information this weekend, that um, that the reason Trey Turner wanted to move east is because his, his wife is a professional soccer player. And um, and she plays somewhere Philly, New Jersey, something like that. Or maybe he's from New Jersey, but she plays in Philly. I'm not 100% positive. I didn't fact check the kid. You know, he just told it to me, and I just accepted it like gospel, dude. Yeah, I accepted it like. Not seeing this. No. All right. Well, I'm just telling you, like I said, I just accepted it as if he knew what he was really talking about. So, from the Dodger perspective, you lost Corey Seager, you lost Trey Turner, you la- you lost Max Scherzer. This is over the course of the last few years. To me, Justin Turner, he may not be as productive as he once was, but Justin Turner, you said it, Alex, he was the heart of this mm-hmm. team. I mean, I think I think Clayton Kershaw is the soul of the team, but Justin Turner, Max Muncie, guys like this, they were really the core of the Dodgers. And if you're the Red Sox, you're like, look, we need a guy like that, and it's two years, $22 million. We'll take him, no problem. And if you're Turner, you're like, I want to keep playing. I want to keep making this money, and Boston's a great place to play. So my Dodger time is over. But my my Red Sox time is here. I I gotta tell you, man, great move for Turner, not a great move for the Dodgers. Unless they they think, hey, we're gonna upgrade because we've got somebody already in mind, you know, in our system, because they've got a lot in their minor league system. But I will tell yeah, you, I mean, this, he's you just gonna be primary DH for Boston, is the report. You know, they're not he's not playing third base anymore. Well, it's great. He's 38 years him. old. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this. You guys sent me a message this weekend that Bradley Zimmer, been a longtime friend of the show, signed with the Dodgers this past weekend. Bradley Zimmer was a guy that when he was coming up in the Cleveland Indian organization, he's a kid from La Jolla. He, um, he had Trace Turner as his like primary backup. Like they were coming up together in their, mm. in the Cleveland system. You saw what happened in Trace Turner last year or Trace Thompson rather uh, last year for the Dodgers. I mean, Bradley Zimmer is the exact same player. I think um, to what Bellinger is spectacular defensive outfielder, very low batting average. But if Zimmer can get his batting average back to 220, 240, dude, that will be a huge find for the Dodgers. Yeah, it's really interesting the offseason, the juxtaposition of what's happening and what we're used right. to here. You know, the Dodgers are out there signing. I think they got Hayward on a minor league contract. They got right. Syndergaard on a one-year deal. They got this other guy from Tampa on a one-year deal. Kind of moves the way that the Padres used to be ran. Right. And now it's the Padres going out there and spending $280 on Xander Bogarts and whatever. Not just $280, things. $280 million. How about $280 that? million dollars is yeah. a lot more than $280. It is. It's a lot more. Yes. But you know what? It's interesting. You're, you're, you're right on. The Padres used to be guys that were trying to find the bargain deal for reclamation sort of project players. Mm-hmm. Now the Padres go out and spend big money, and the Dodgers are just trying to piece together their team uh, in a fundamentally, in a financially sound way. Now, my nightmare might have, happen next year, or the it still might happen this year, where they get Otani. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I think that's what all this is about, by the way. I think I think they're clearing the coffer for whatever he asked for. They're gonna say, okay, take it. And then yeah. whoever else, they're gonna blow everybody else out of the water. Yeah. So this will be one of those things where it's them, the Angels, and probably the Yankees. But I don't even think it'll be the Yankees. I think it'll be between them and probably a surprise contender like Seattle. Somebody with a, a huge uh how can I say this? Asian population. There we go. Thanks. San Francisco, <laughs> Seattle. It'll be one of those that comes out as like a secret, uh, like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But but you but, know what? I'm just gonna cut that check for him. But but I think this a couple weeks ago, Chris Rose was on the show, and Chris Rose brought something up that I'd never thought of before, which is the Dodgers aren't spending right now because perhaps internally, while everybody thinks they're preparing to make a monster run at Otani, maybe they're starting to think to themselves, we spent a hundred million dollars on a pitcher that gave us nothing because he got himself into off-field trouble. And that was $100 million dedicated to zero production. Mm -hmm. So because there's still something up in the air between Major League Baseball and the player and the organization, before the Dodgers go out and spend $40, $50, $100 million on a player, maybe they are trying to figure out internally, like, what money is coming back our yeah. way? See, but if I'm a Dodger fan, I don't want to hear that. I understand. I'm we with sell you. That, we sell that building out. Your TV rights are good. Don't We don't want to hear that. TV you, rights are you, out of this world compared to what the Padres do. Like, like you did that. Now, yeah. you cut the check. You get him out of here. And you better you better bring some players in to make us competitive. I, I guess we what get, I'm saying is, is that for the first time ever, I'm thinking that the Dodgers front office might be thinking, hey, you know what? We spent a fortune on this guy. We got nothing from him. And I don't really, I'm, I'm talking ownership here. I don't want to spend that right now. Like, let's wait and find out what actually is going to happen. And then we'll go back into it. But while that's happening, all these other teams, most specifically the Padres, have made moves that are making the Dodgers look bad. But that again, they still have some big payrolls on their roster. It's not like they don't have anybody left. No, they, like do. they don't have like, it's not like, oh, Manny's making their entire payroll. That's not the situation. Yeah. So I, I don't think that that's overly blocking them from doing other things. But I do think that at some point you have to be financially uh, uh, conscious on what that is doing to their payroll. But I don't think that's why they're not signing people. I think they're waiting for time. So also some side baseball news since we're here. Uh, Eric, Eric Hosmer designated for assignment by Boston. Mm -hmm. so wow. Now he's, yeah. Not even. Wow. He's, a, he's for free and they still didn't want him yeah and then uh john Heyman kind of reported didn't report that manny machado is going to opt out next year which i don't think would surprise anybody tell us something we don't know right right breaking news yeah. duh all right so listen we are in the seven mile casino studio seven mile casino.com if you are thinking about this holiday season what am i doing with all my family and friends that are coming into town to visit seven mile casino make for a great afternoon a wonderful evening you got Sammy's Restaurant and Bar on one side. You got Blackjack, Poker, Pie Gal, Table Games, all kinds of stuff on the other side. Beautiful Bay of Chula Vista, only seven minutes south of downtown San Diego. And uh, you are a big winner at Seven Mile Casino. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER, okay? Uh, I actually have a great idea with Seven Mile Casino. We just started to talk about it a little bit. And I'm um, going to start working on it with these guys for Q1 of 23 that sounds cool saying that doesn't it q1 not q1. like one not like in the first two months q1 after the super bowl so alex do this for us we've talked about the raiders and this crazy finish against new england 
We've talked about the Chargers and the two-game winning streak they're on against quality teams like Miami and Tennessee. And I say quality. This isn't Kansas City. This isn't Buffalo. This isn't Cincinnati. Um, Tennessee's a 7-7 seven and seven football team after yesterday. Miami's lost three straight games. Their second straight loss was to the to the Chargers. So, But I, th- I still think Miami's good because, I mean, you go to Buffalo and you put up that kind of a fight and you have that kind of a lead. I still think Miami's good, so I'll, I'll give that one to the Chargers. So we've talked Chargers, we've talked Raiders, talked a little bit about the Eagles and the Bears, a little bit about the Cowboys losing their lead to the Jaguars. Rondé, the biggest comeback in the history of the NFL, the Minnesota Vikings, your team. We yeah. were giving you all kinds of grief on Saturday, like 23 oh, to man. nothing against the Colts. They're 33 to – like, bro, you're going to be early to the boat. This guy going to be the first one on the boat. Yeah. Right. You didn't need yeah. to stick around and watch the rest of that game. Like you're you're rocking your Viking gear today. Like hype mm-hmm. your team, and because I'll tell you honestly, I was on my way to the boat. He's still not sure about his team. Don't listen. Don't let don't let the, the outcome of that game fool you. He's still not sure about them. This is like the the this is one of the best positions to be in as a sports fan. Here's why: for the rest of the way, however many more games the Vikings play, we took down the Packers. NFC North champions officially. It's beautiful. Chef's kiss. Ah. And here's the thing. I know we ain't going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> so anything that happens for the rest of the year is house money, baby. Let's go out there. Let's shock the world. You don't think the Vikings offensively can compete with the Cowboys, with the Niners, with the Eagles? Offensively. Defensively, they're a disaster. That's just that's not a secret. Offensively, they're defensively, they're a disaster. But it's one of those positions where it's like if we get matched up week or first week of the wild card against the New York Giants, pretty confident we'll win that game. That's fair. I think we I play agree. them next week, by the way. And then if you get matched up against the Niners or the Eagles or whoever after that, you're not going to win that game. But it's like a beautiful point where like if you're an Eagles fan, you are fully expecting that you can make the Super Bowl this year. Yes. I don't think there's a single realistic Vikings fan out there that expects that. I genuinely but don't. But that hold on, but that's exactly everything you just described is exactly the way we felt as Padres fans. Yeah, you, it was great. If if you would have just if you would have replaced Padres yeah. with Vikings, yeah. that's exactly what we were saying. At the beginning of the postseason. And it's year one with a coach. You know, you got established guys. I think Kirk is back. I think Kirk has a lifetime contract for the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken. Kirk Cousins? I, mean, just, I just think they give him $35 million every offseason. Oh. You know, just because. <laughs> so, I mean, dude, it's a great spot. You have, it's it's never boring. I'll tell you that much. Sure. It ain't never boring being watching a Vikings game. Well, let, you got let, the best wide receiver in the league. You got one of the best running backs in the league. Kirk Cousins playing out of his mind on Saturday, except that first, whatever the hell happened that first half. Well, just explain to us, though, because seriously, like I I didn't get to see as much of this game. You actually sat there, watched the game, waited it out until the game was over to come down to the boat. Browner, who promised us he would be there on Saturday by 150, said, I said I'd be there between 150 and two in the 150 range. My man was on time, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on time. Because I was sitting in the parking lot by about 1.30, and Rachel's like, I need to take a nap. So she was napping in the in the uh, seat next to me, and I was watching the game on my phone. Um, but, I mean, I didn't get to see it in detail 
what yeah. exactly happened? So how did they get down so big, Minnesota? Everything that could go wrong went wrong against mm -hmm. Minnesota. They had a blocked punt returned for a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Rager, who should be cut yesterday, uh, <laughs> quit on two separate routes. He just stopped running. Mm -hmm. One of them turned into a pick six. Like they literally, whatever could go wrong that first half went wrong. They took back two defensive touchdowns by the Vikings. The Vikings scored legitimately scored two defensive touchdowns, but it was so loud in there that you couldn't hear that they blew the whistle down for no reason whatsoever. I actually tweeted a curse word. I was like, these refs are effing terrible. Like it was a joke <laughs> of a ref crew. Whoever that crew was should be, they should be looked at for mafia ties because they were awful. I think they had money on the Colts and the Colts still covered. I don't think it's a surprise. So it was like literally everything that could go wrong went wrong. Scott, it was 33 to nothing at halftime. Unbelievable. 33 to nothing. I had lost hope. I was like, I told my buddy, he looked at me and he's like, what's the final score going to be? And it was, he asked me and it was 30, nothing. He's like, what's the final score going to be? And I said, 37, 24. Like we'll look really good in the second half. Mm -hmm. We will look great in the second half. And they did look great. And somehow, some way they scored three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, two touchdowns in the third quarter. And it goes all the way down classic Vikings to the final seconds of overtime. Mm -hmm. And here comes Greg Joseph, who nobody believes in. That's not going to come bite us in the ass in the playoffs at some point. This kicker <laughs> for a 40-yard field goal. And everybody in Minneapolis or every Viking fan across the country is like, he ain't making this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he ain't making this. <laughs> and, he, and he makes it. And Let's see it. it. Let's see what happens. So, so you're sitting on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Thinking this kid's gonna double doink this thing right out of the the Bears yeah. playbook. Brown. You don't gotta yeah. say that. You don't gotta say that. Yeah. Here, here's what happened. Uh, Let's see this it. is the this is Paul Allen's on the radio. Call. That spot. Joseph, right footed kick. It is good. And the Minnesota Vikings have completed the greatest comeback in the history of the National Football League. Wow. Yeah. I have goosebumps, dude. man. Like you got goosebumps. If you got it, mm -hmm. give do the 15 minute YouTube thing. Okay. You know, do it. See the watch the comeback. Yeah. Watch the comeback because yeah. just seeing the way the Colts built the lead, it wasn't like they were playing great. You know, like they were just getting kind of lucky. I'm being honest. Like they just were getting lucky. Yeah, yeah, they blocked a punt. That they deserved that. Yeah, they did that. But everything else, it was like, what is happening right now with the Vikings? It wasn't yeah. necessarily what the Colts were doing. Jonathan Taylor got hurt the first play of the game. Their best player was out the entire game. He never mm -hmm. came back, and he's out for the season now. So you're like, what is going on? You look at the box score. Matt Ryan threw for 180 yards. Did they get Did they get Kirk Cousins coming off the field? Do we have any uh, like immediate yeah, post-game? He, he had no idea it was the largest comeback in NFL history. Kirk, no team had ever come back from 33 points down and won a game until today. How did you pull NFL off history. the biggest comeback in NFL, NFL history? We just pulled off the biggest comeback in NFL history. Okay, I need a second, Tom. Um, how did we do it, team? Um, you know, it was, it, was, it was an ugly first half, but um, found a way. Complimentary football, a lot of phases, a lot of plays. A lot of plays you'd love to have back in the second half, too, but um, we'll take it. This is yeah. man. This, this is an indictment to me again. I'm gonna repeat this. This experiment is over. 
and this is an embarrassment to the league that he let Jeff Saturday coach his football team. Period. Period. You won the first game. That's great. You, you've been bad ever since. You've been bad. Now, yeah, you got the lead in this game. You can't keep a 33-point lead in the second half of a football game? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, you know how hard it is to score in the NFL? Can I show you guys this, too? Because, you know, that win probability chart that ESPN.com has up? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they must have got to 99.9. Bro, the Colts 99.9 the whole game. <laughs> oh, like let me see if I could if this is going to translate for you guys. It's over here on the left. Mm -hmm. So look at how long it was on 99%, 97, 98, 99, 99, 97, 99, 99, 99. Oh my god. Like the whole game. They're like, oh, they're gonna win this game, and then boom, Vikings, Vikings. But yeah, it was crazy. wow. That's and so I actually, cool. I actually finished the game um in my Uber to the boat. So I was like, dude, I'm going to miss the boat if we stay here. So I watched the game on my friend's phone. I'm like literally holding in the backseat of a Toyota Sienna. And all four of us are like watching the game. And they could see how nervous I was. I didn't even look at the kick, man. I dude. couldn't watch the kick. That is great. That yeah. is great. All right, stick around because let's pick up the story from your driving down to the boat. Because we've gone all day today and we haven't talked about what happened. I know a lot of people saw this stuff play out on social media. We'll get there because it was really a special. I would even go so far as to call it without sounding so overly ridiculously cosmic. It was magical, man. It really was. I'll tell you more about it coming up in a second. One thing before we hit this break. Hey, if you're thinking about a new car this holiday season, shop online at PenskeSanDiego.com. P-E-N-S-K-E. PenskeSanDiego.com. Alex can tell you. This website helps so much because there's 12 dealerships for nine different brands, Acura, Audi, BMW, Honda, Lexus, Mini, Mazda, Mercedes, and Toyota. But beyond those brands, if you go on to PenskeSanDiego.com, you can shop every store, all the certified pre-owned vehicles as well. So great time of year to be buying or leasing a new car. Shop online. Penske, P-E-N-S-K-E, PenskeSanDiego.com. We'll pick up the story from the game to the boat next on Kaplan & Crew. Hey, great friends, breaking in at halftime of the show today because I want to talk about Athletic Greens again. Um, here's the thing. I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast the other day where he's interviewing David Goggins, and I've known David forever, and I was really curious to hear what he had to say. And I heard Joe do an ad for Athletic Greens, and I know that a lot of podcasts have Athletic Greens on them. We had this girl who works for Athletic Greens. She's here in San Diego. When we first advertised with them, when they were working with us, she was super excited because her dad's a 1090 listener. But I'm telling you right now, we screwed up the entire thing. We had like a promo code for 1090 because they wanted to monitor how radio would do. We had a promo code for the podcast. They wanted to monitor how that would do. And then they told me, guys, we're not selling anything. So they canceled their ads. So I went back to him and I said, hey, look, I'll do anything to get you guys back on the air because I use the product every day. When you go to our our landing page, athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. You get five of these. These are the travel packs. Plus, you get the one-year supply of vitamin D. I use this product every day, even when they weren't advertising, which is why I was so forceful in saying to them, you've got to come back on the air. Look, I'm giving this as gifts this year. I'm literally going to athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan, and I'm ordering this for friends, and this is the gift of good health. When I tell you, I promise you, mental clarity like you cannot believe, like, it's not like you need a cup of coffee where you're like, oh, I got to wake up. This stuff right here, when you take it, you're like, wow, I feel amazing. The other part of it is you got any problems with movements, okay? This stuff will, it'll, it'll clean you out, okay? There are so many vitamins in this. I don't take vitamins anymore. I literally do not take any multivitamins. I don't take anything my doctor tells me to take. I only take 
athletic greens. Try it. You're going to love it. If you don't, don't buy it. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, I was so uh, enthusiastic to get them back on the air. There's no, this. they're not paying for ads. We sell it. We make money. We don't sell it. We don't make any money. We don't sell it. We're wasting our airtime. So guys, I'm just telling you right now, you will love, freaking love this product. If you're trying to get healthy in 2023, I'm not saying like I live the cleanest, most healthy lifestyle. I'm just saying I take this stuff every day. And when you work 12, 14 hours a day, you need this kind of stuff. You need this sort of energy. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. When you order there, you get the five free, free travel packs and the one-year supply of vitamin D. Let's all get healthy together, healthier, because I got to get healthier uh, here in 2023. All right, um, last thing. Loved seeing everybody on the boat this weekend, rocking their Kaplan and Crew merch. If you go to our, our site, kaplanandcrew.com, you can buy it there. Michael Ambacher, shout out to you, bro. Michael bought a red hoodie that said Kaplan and Crew on it just for the boat party. That's how much Michael loves and wants to support the show. Michael, we love you. And to all the great friends out there that were rocking Kaplan and Crew merch on the boat, we appreciate you guys. Go to kaplanandcrew.com, scroll down, click on the merch. It's all there for you. The new stuff, the San Diego stuff, the a wise man. Browner looking so smooth in his wise man once said hoodie the other day. Um, I was rocking my Hey King. Lots of people wearing great friends gear. It's all there for you. Kaplanandcrew.com. Back to the show. Great friends from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. This is Kaplan and Crew with Grande and the Brown Man. If you're just getting with us, we've been talking today about all the craziness of the sports weekend. You know, it's funny because I was talking to one of our great friends on the boat this past weekend, and they loved last Thursday's show because there was no sports, but they said what they loved about it was it all just sort of happened and everybody could hear it play out on the air rather than it being planned. Um, so the, the feedback was, you know, do what you want to do, man. You know, don't just don't force it. Uh, so Alex was telling the story. He's watching the Vikings and the Colts on Saturday afternoon. His Vikings down 33 to nothing. Colts have a 99.9% chance to win the game. And here come the Vikings. And then they get to this last second field goal, 40 yards. All the Viking fans who are kind of like Padre fans who expect to lose. Uh, they hit this field goal. They win their division. And they, they complete the biggest comeback in the history of the NFL. So Alex, explain the story. You're, you're, you're at home, mm -hmm. but you know, you got to get to the boat because if you're late, we're going to leave without you. Right. And uh, yeah, I thought the Vikings were going to finish in regulation because they had some opportunities. They just couldn't for whatever reason, towards the end of the regulation, they just stopped being able to move the ball. And I was like, okay, I got to make a decision here because I told everybody the time that was not accurate. Just, I wanted everybody there on time. You know, I said, mm -hmm. we're leaving at three. I knew, Full well, we were leaving at 3.30. So I I was like, but I will not make 3 o'clock if I stay for overtime. Like, I just don't think I will. I was like, all right, let's do it. Let's go. Watch it on the phone. Just jump in the Uber. And we watched it. And literally, as we turned on to... Forget the name of it. Rosecrans, maybe? Mm -hmm. we it, The game went final. And I pulled up to the boat like a, with a minute. And I, I rolled up there like like confident as hell in my freaking blazer bro i was in there like king of the world couldn't be stopped but yeah i watched the end of the game on my phone yeah, it was not pretty fun. great terrible way to pretty watch pretty amazing yeah no i know and I, I find myself watching games on my phone all the time too now i literally um 
I will walk around with a headphone in just one of two and I'll listen to the red zone. Um, so I can multitask and I can do multiple. I can keep in touch with every game that's going on, know every storyline, but be out doing something else. I used to be so stuck and anchored to my televisions on Sundays. Anyway, listen, for those of you that were with us on Saturday afternoon, was that not amazing? And for those of you that were not with us on Saturday afternoon, but you followed along on social media, the feedback that you have given us is incredible. I actually want to spend this segment of the show. We've talked Raiders. We've talked Chargers. We've talked Bills and Dolphins. We've talked Dallas. We've talked Minnesota, Chicago, Philadelphia. We talked about all the crazy games of the weekend. Talked about the World Cup final. I'm taking a timeout right here, and I want to talk about what happened on Saturday when we went out on the, on the, the Yacht America with Next Level Sailing. And to do that, I've actually uh, I've sent Alex a bunch of pictures and videos from the weekend, and uh, I'm, I'm going to do a slideshow and talk about all these pictures. You down for this, Browner? Let's roll. Browner, you wearing the hoodie that says a wise man once said, you wearing your own gear is just a beautiful thing, man. I've I had multiple it. people say, you cannot be that much of a narcissist. And I go, you're looking at it. <laughs> you mean i'm him wearing him yeah yes yes i am let's move on to the next thing yes i am so let me tell everybody who wasn't there or who may have missed this on social media i don't want to be so arrogant as to think everybody saw all this stuff i said last week on the radio we were going to have a celebrity guest stop by on saturday people were guessing um they were guessing padre players they were guessing uh, Padres ownership. And there were, there were, there were all kinds of guesses. What I didn't tell you was that our celebrity guest was Billy Ray Smith. Now I just, I wanted to invite Billy Ray and Kimberly, uh, his wife, obviously Kimberly Hunt. I wanted to invite them to this because I actually, I just, it was something I wanted Billy Ray to know how many people ask me all the time. How is Billy Ray? How come you never put him on the show? And I just wanted him to feel the love that the people wanted to give him because they miss him. You know, I mean, when you're when you're drafted in, you know, the the 80s, 1983, and you're on the radio till 2019, you're talking about like nearly 40 years of San Diego sports fans having a dose of Billy Ray. I'm think about that. 40 years. So I thought, you know what? He hasn't been seen or heard in a couple of years since we went off 1090 in 2019. And I wanted him to feel the love. And so I invited Billy Ray and Kimberly to come. I was so happy that they were willing to do that. They, they couldn't stay for the boat because their daughter was landing at the airport. In the meantime, she's sitting over there. I'm like, have her Uber over here and get on the boat with us. See, once we put a margarita in Kimberly's hands, or maybe it was a glass of wine, she was like, okay, I can take my time now. She got there. She was like, I got to go get Savannah, you know, and uh, have a glass of wine and chill. And the best part was Joe Rigby, my man, Joe Rigby. I've never, out, seen, man. I've never seen anybody who, who goes to the lengths that he goes to want to help the show. Don't get me wrong. Don and Lori Benson are out of this world. These guys have been friends of right. mine. I met them through radio. They've become off air friends in real life um, many years ago. And they're great at pregame tailgate parties. And we're looking at pictures right now. This is Lori's table where she puts out a sign that says happy holidays, cap and crew. 
she's got wine and champagne and all kinds of stuff going crackers and nuts. I mean, she brought all kinds of pre pre yacht kind of food, but Joe Rigby brings a freaking trailer with his girlfriend, Bonnie. They got a grill. They got charcoal. They got beer. They must've bought. I mean, honestly, they must've bought a hundred burgers, cheese, hot dogs, buns, all the ketchup, mustard, mayo, relish, pickle. I mean, everything you would ever want for a pregame tailgate party. Joe Rigby didn't say to me, hey, man, you mind like hooking me up with a couple bucks here? Pay me. He did this all because he loves the show and he loves the great friends. And for those of you that are listening on radio right now, we're watching video from this past Saturday. We're down at the, you know, the boat and um, right there on. Is this considered Harbor Island? Is that what this is called? I should shelter. know. Shelter Island. Shelter, shelter. Island. Excuse me. Shelter. Island. And and <laughs> this is so funny. We must have 50, 60 people tailgating and drinking. None of us are thinking. You can't really have a beer open in a park, can you? Like nobody was thinking. Whoops. Margaritas, I- wine, beer. Nobody was thinking like, gosh, this is illegal. And then the cops pull up. The cops pull up and Lori Benson goes, I got this. And everybody's like, oh, should we put our beers away? I'm like, let Lori handle it. And Lori just, she just Mm -hmm. told these cops. She's like, no, those aren't beer cans. He's like, what about that Modelo can or that Coors Light can? She's like, no, officer, that's like soda. You know, cops are like, all right, have a nice day, everybody. I don't know my buddies who brought beer were Mm -hmm. like, you guys couldn't have picked a better person to go talk to the cops. (laughs) A white lady dressed really nice. Maybe going over there and just working the charm. He's like, you imagine Browner goes over there? You imagine like you go Everybody over there? Everybody got to get on the ground. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not, I was going to say that. I was going to say like, they'll give us tickets if me and you walk over there. We're Sending done. Lori Benson. That's beautiful. Well I mean, done Lori out Benson, of you guys. I was Lori walking Benson's... the bathroom, which was like a mile away. So I missed that yeah. part. But Lori Benson's beautiful. She's charming. She's smart. She's likable. She's believable. And the cops were like, oh, you mean that beer can right there is not beer? She's like, no, sir. Nope. That's Diet Coke, sir. Have a nice day. Yep, and off they went. Off they went. They, slowed, they, they slowed down. Like, okay, man, they're over there drinking. We got to do something about this. And then they stopped the car, and I was like, oh boy, this is gonna yeah. get interesting. Let I me do. get down. But yeah, Joe Rigby. All right, so let me go. Let me go through some pictures. Here's me and Billy Ray with Joe Rigby. Joe Rigby brought you ready for this? Joe Rigby did not know that Billy Ray was our special guest. Joe Rigby took a guess. He brought barbecue sauce and jalapenos so that he could make a burger for Billy Ray. And by the way. Joe Rigby was making bacon cheeseburgers there in the park. Yeah, I mean, these these, these awesome. burgers were fire, dude. Awesome. And it wasn't like he brought like 12 burgers. No, that dude brought like, he could have fed a stadium, it felt like. Right. Also, he, and, yeah. quick side note, Yeah. I got a problem with Joe Rigby. I got a oh, really? big time problem with Joe Rigby. I got a big, big problem with Joe Rigby. Tell us. He's too nice. He is way too nice. You know that this guy didn't get on the boat? I know. I said to him, I go, Joe, come on, get on the boat. He's like, no, no, no. I, I don't know if he had other things to do. Or you tried he, to force him on the boat at the end. He wouldn't go. I know. I tried to, I tried to strong arm the dude. Yeah. yeah. But I got a problem with that. He was just too nice. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to reciprocate that kind of whatever well, he did I, that day. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the best thing we could do to reciprocate for Joe Rigby. I'm going to tell you, cause this is the kind of guy he is. He's been asking us for a year to get him involved, to help the show in several different ways. And we've, we've been too nice to go, no, we can't really ask you for too much. He's begging us. Let me help you guys. This is the year he's going to help us. We're going to take him up on his offer. That's what we, that's Brown what he. Brown facts Excel sheet is enough for me. 
I know, but he wants to do more. And I tell you right now, I'm super excited about it because after what he did for us this past weekend, I, there's only one way to repay that guy, and that is to take him up on his offer because that's the kind of guy he is. There's, well, only one way, the there's only one way to repay for the guy that's already done a lot. Give him some work. Make him do more. No, no. Is, no, it's not make him do more. Is to allow him to do what he's asking us to allow him to do. Bring his skills um, to the table, you know? All right, okay, let's go so through some of these pictures. Free tailgate. Yep, tailgating. All right, so this is here's what happened. Um, we got I waited in the car for Billy Ray and Kim to get there. And um, and Linda and Austin, Linda Welby and her husband Austin showed up at the exact same time. So that's a picture of me, Rachel, Billy Ray, Kimberly, Linda, and Austin. So that's you know, that's family right there. You know, keep going though, Alex. Just keep bringing them to us. Because once that happened, then I was like, wait, we got to get Alex and we got to get Browner over here. Alex is rocking this bomb-ass jacket. I don't know where you got it. Browner's got the wise man once said. And what we've really got here, this is a picture of the family because it was me, Billy Ray, Linda, and Alex. And Browner was just starting to come into the show. You know, this is 2016, 17, 18. Browner's just starting to come in. So this now, this was the family that we left 1090 with in 2019. And this was the first time we put this crew together since 2019. This, this is this right here. I need to have this one framed. This is a beauty. Okay, this guy right here. This next picture. This is a guy great. by the name of Casper Villa. Did you guys meet him? Yes. Yes. Casper Villa is my LA hype man. This guy, whenever I show up at any appearance in LA, he's standing there with a megaphone. He's got lyrics written and I walk up like I'm Mike Tyson and I got a rapper with me. I mean this, and I, he's the only guy from the LA audience that I invited to this trip. He's a cool guy. Shout out to uh, Molly who brought jello shots. I mean, Shout out. without alcohol police. Officer. Oh really? Just jello. Yes. No, no, just jello. Right. Just jello. The background of that picture, there's a lot going on back there. Dr. Max is back there looking like, like he heard me say something crazy. Yeah, Browner's standing there talking to somebody. Bill Hagen's mm -hmm. in the back. Christian Hogan. I can see Bill's wife, Christina Hagen, over here. Uh, Frosty, the road man. Oh, I can see Michael Ombacher in the back with all the red. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, there's a great picture of Casper and Tommy Tommy. I Tommy Tommy's wearing Padres gear. Casper's wearing Lakers gear. And I'm like, this is me putting together the San Diego 1090 audience with the LA 710 audience. These two guys, that is the picture. All right, keep going, Alex. Let's take a look at some more of these pictures from Saturday. Oh, this is a great one right here. Uh, this is uh, this is the band, the Foos Fighters. So and the guy shout out to them, man. Big shout out to them. These guys are so cool. So you got Brent Wright, who's wearing the uh, the um, black hoodie, or I'm sorry, the black jacket, puffy with the uh, with the gray uh, scarf. Next to him is Uncle Ricky. That's from Christian Hogan's world. Uncle Ricky coming down. Then you got Nikki Rich, who's the lead singer of the Foos Fighters. You got Brent's son right here, who's kind of filling in, playing guitar for them, and their buddy Parks, who's with them. So this is all of us on the boat, just rocking out, having a great day. That's a I love that picture, Alex. That's uh, a good one. They told me that I'm a uh, announce them. I'm gonna I'm uh, introduce them at their next show. Sweet, so, that'd yeah. be awesome. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay, what other picture you got for us to take a look at from Saturday's boat trip? Yacht America, next level sailing. All right, here's me and Fat Tony and this my same guy Casper Villa. Uh, keep going, Alex. Just keep rolling them. Jump in here, fellas. I'm just, oh, this is the end of the night. <laughs> this is the end of the night. We're trying to get into our cars. Me, Rachel, Linda Welby, Austin, and I've got on my Christmas tree sweatshirt hoodie thingy. Uh, right. We messed Anything? up, dude. Yeah? Yeah. How's we so? didn't take a group photo this year. 
totally screwed up. And totally screwed up. I, I was I was so involved in every conversation oh, on yeah. the boat that there was never like a chance to like bring everybody together and just say something like toast to the, it never happened like that. No doubt, Alex, we screwed up. Um, I have a video hey, you that have any, you sent. It's like a minute. But, but, how about one other thing though? There was a picture of me and JDD Ocampo and his boy, Andre. Shout out to Andre. There he is. Uh, yeah. there, there's JD wearing the Charger Hater Club t-shirt and his boy, Andre. Andre's a cool guy, man. I enjoyed hanging out with him. Wait till you see the video of Andre's kids who are like three years old doing the highlight of the day, man. It's hilarious. That was a great picture, I too. I took a picture of everybody on the boat. Mm -hmm. Me me, and everybody. Yeah. Were they all your at today? Text, your text came out about this big. So, yeah, I, I know. Really use it. Yeah. Uh, it was little. There's a video that oh, you sent me, Scott. Is like, does it need audio? Um, no, it doesn't need audio. <laughs> we turn Captain Troy, how we doing? All right. Look at, by the way, dude, the seals. By the way, the seals were bomb. Yeah, but wait, how about the Disney cruise ship that's pulling out of the harbor right as we're cruising? I mean, to see a massive cruise ship oh, man, in motion like that. Look at this picture, Titanic. Yeah, and, uh, totally. The Disney cruise ship is fire, dude. That thing is. So lit up and beautiful. All right, here's a videos That's of some cool. of the seals. That's pretty cool. Alex, can you go back to the video though? Of I yeah, was I was just I'm saying hello to Captain no Troy. Oh yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. So you guys, for those of you guys that were there, you'll see yourselves on this video. And for those of you guys that were not, hey, just next year you got to come. You know, here's this video with this Disney cruise. Look at the size. Is that the you most know, like majestic? You know, when they're looking? when they're docked, they're huge. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when you're next to them in the water, <laughs> you're like, yo, Little. this is like crazy. Yeah. crazy huge i know i know just to see a cruise ship in motion while you're on the water next to it so this is the yacht america from next level sailing there's gary cooper 858-376-1299 from my man gary cooper mountaintrustrealty.com browner linda welby talking it out here's bill and christina hagan who uh wound up coming oh there's molly she's so great i love her she's awesome there's bill there's christina there they are uh let's see here oh there's brent wright and his whole crew from uh, oh, there's Tommy Tommy. <laughs> there he is. Browner had to set Tommy Tommy straight from the beginning. He's chill out, dog. Yeah, Fat Tony in the house. Shout out to Tommy Tommy for behaving until yeah. that picture right there. Uh, there's Christian Hogan talking to Alex. Alex, where'd you get that sport jacket? Where'd you get this jacket? It's a Walmart special, bro. Dude, it's awesome. There's Michael Ombacher all dressed up in his red pajamas and his beautiful wife. She's awesome. That was great. Yeah, man. Shout out. I, I, I. With kind of like what Browner did, I didn't take pictures. I I didn't talk to the, my friends at all. I was like when they were on the boat, I was like, I'm gonna go do circles, and I just got to talk to everybody, mm -hmm. and it was so nice to physically catch up, and also meeting guys. There was I'm drawing a blank on his name. I know his There's girlfriend a had a Dodger hat. Yep, yep. This guy's young guy, 35 from, years old. Yeah, he's he's like, dude. He's like, I've been listening to you guys since 2013. I was in college, and he and his girlfriend they Devin. were awesome. Evan, Devin, Devin. Devin. Yes. Shout out to him. Devin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was great to to meet some new people. Uh Ryan and his son showed up. The guy the, with the little kid throwing the football the yes. whole time with JD. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. And uh -huh. they didn't get on the boat. I was trying to push him to get on the boat. He, they yeah. he said no. Uh it was great. His son was him. tapped out. It was, it was yeah, he was throwing passes for three hours. <laughs> yeah. One went in the water. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh and legit ended up like mad floating out. I sent you guys a picture of the uh couple you were just talking about. 
Yeah, they're everybody, cool. Everybody, everybody was cool, man. It was. I great. know we, was we were we were so involved in talking to everybody. Like I never talked to Rachel the entire time, um, but it was great to see some of the OGs. You know, Fat Tony coming back was awesome. Gary from Ego Trip Gary. and his wife Amy. I mean, they met at a at a Scott and BR tailgate party. You know, this was so cool. What a fun time. Any other pictures, Alex? We look at them all, or oh, look at this one. There's that couple right there, Devin and his girlfriend yeah. and, and Brown Man. They were awesome. It was so cool to hang. I think he's in our fantasy football league. Is that how he got yes. there? Yes, he emailed me. Yeah, super Shout cool. Shout out to him. Uh, no, it was yep. great. And then I don't know where you two, I don't know if you two had a secret, you know, post boat party without me this time, but uh, there was mm -hmm. no Linda Welby's house for me. So after the boat, uh, they, I went to the to the bathroom inside the Best Western or whatever. And everybody was there going to the bathroom. Yeah, that's where the party was. At. That's what. The, yeah. And and I was yeah. like, you know what? I want to watch Dolphins Bills game. So we plopped down, dude, because it felt like eleven o'clock at night when we got off the boat, but it was five forty-five. Right. So we chilled mm -hmm. there, and it's I was dark. with Gary and his wife. I was with Hagen and his crew, and I was with the Bensons after the boat for Great a few crew. hours. For a few hours. Great crew. Yeah. Then what and happened then Bill, is, is Bill. Shout Hagen. out to Bill. I forgot yeah. to text him. He did the uh, he did the von Glicken house again. Got you. He, got me again wow got well then again. bill and christina and his friends jimmy and jay they came up and met rachel and i and then we went to a neighborhood party in rachel's neighborhood uh like a christmas party that was going on and by the way look at the setup look in these people's house, house. look at the setup oh. in these people's house with all this christmas gear that's awesome look, look at that setup yeah Is that the door uh, so the front door is in the background, but look at the stuff around us. Like they got these winter wonderlands set up with trains and right. That's what I'm saying. How do you get in the door if all this is blocking it? No, nah, it's not blocking it. It's just it's uh -huh. hard to see from the from the picture. Okay. But yeah. Hey, That's listen awesome. to everybody that was there. Thank you for coming, supporting the show, loving the show, bringing the love for Billy Ray. What guys? We're about to hit the break, but what do you think about having Billy Ray and Kim show up? It's great to see him. It was a it was a healthy surprise for all. Yeah, I mean, I'm suing him because he pretty much almost broke my arm in half. A lot yeah. of people were complaining about that. Yeah, Billy Ray still tries to rip your arm right off Take your shoulder. you down, man. Mm -hmm. Take you down. Yeah. Hey, um, coming up, the highlight of the day will be here. And I just want to remind everybody that during the holiday season, if you're trying to lose weight, you can do it like Alex is. You can do it with iThrive. Go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com. Click on iThrive, and you'll find out about the fully guaranteed FDA-approved weight loss system that everybody is losing weight on, including Alex, who's lost over 20 pounds so far, and Dr. Fry, who showed us last week she's lost over 30. Stick around. we got a lot more to get to. Highlight of the day next on Kaplan and Great friends, Monday afternoon. This is Kaplan and Crew. This is our final week on the air until we get to our break, which will happen next week. And then we'll come out fresh, ready to go for 2023. Happy holidays to everybody. Along with Grande and the Brown Man, we come to you from the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7milecasino.com. We're going to get to the highlight of the day. Oh, what a weekend. What an incredible weekend of World Cup soccer, which was out of control. The NFL, which was one of the most bizarre and wacky weekends that I can ever remember. You throw on top of it the boat trip and the great friends on Saturday afternoon. And by the way, guys, getting on the boat, getting on the Yacht America with Next Level Sailing was awesome. Mm -hmm. But the tailgate party, <laughs> it was so good <laughs> that when the tailgate party broke up, I was like, oh, yeah, we're still going out on the boat. And to be honest, 
for the two hours that we were out on the boat, I barely even knew we were on a boat because I was so engaged in every conversation with all of our, our great friends. So thanks to everybody for coming out. It was awesome. You guys know that Ruthie and Peter almost didn't make it. They were texting me going, we're not going to make it. We're so sorry. And I'm like, good news. The boat is actually a little bit late. You're going to make it just fine. And so they made it and it was I, great um, to have them. Yeah, it was awesome. I went up to Peter and I was like, bro, I don't know how much you watch our show, but you look like the phrase coastal elite, my friend. Like I, <laughs> like I went up to him and I was like, look at you. I think I was like almost hitting on him. I was like, look at how you're, you look amazing. He was, that coat he was wearing was sharp. The thing about Peter is he's kind of a, uh, an interesting character. I'll bet you that if we asked him, Hey, where'd you get that jacket? You know what he'd tell us? I'll give it to you. Thrift no, he'd shop. tell us he, no, thrift shop. Yeah. Like he I think he's one of that. those. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? He did oh, tell me that. Yeah. Cause he's one of those guys that buys clothes from thrift shops. So you look at him and you're like, where would you possibly get that shirt out of the seventies? And he's like, thrift shop dude loves to shop at thrift shops. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's great to see Ruthie straight hair. Still on, still on point. Yep. Uh, she was probably low key, the star of the boat, like a very, <laughs> yeah. very low key star of the boat. Cause she's just walking around. Just like like Santa, bro. Like the cannabis Santa. Just boom, boom. Who wants this? Who wants this? Who like <laughs> Oprah? You get some, Kim. You get some. It was awesome. But you know what happens is Rachel has this. She has this thing where she once you put gummies in her hands, she walk around to the whole boat. Here, just bite half of this. Here, oh no, just bite. She's closer in chief. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is. In fact, I think it even got to that dude Devin, his girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> it eventually made their way to them too. Yeah. I see gummies and I run the other way. I'm like, yeah. Mm. It's so I'll do fun. it at home. I don't want to do it on a boat. I'll be the guy that falls over 100. Yeah. percent Yeah. I so, thought we were gonna get one of those at first. You thought somebody was going overboard? I thought we was gonna get somebody to go overboard because we had a because Mister the boat leaves at three. People around three started drink, finishing their drinks. Yeah. And then when they realized we weren't leaving at three because no one was going anywhere, everybody got another one. And I knew there was going to be drinks on the boat. So I go, oh, this might, you know. And then, and then Dostra and she started going around introducing herself <laughs> to everybody. Did you guys uh, happen to spend any time with Tyler Wentz by chance? Yes. Carson. Tyler, Tyler Wentz is a great dude. Tyler used to work for a company called Veritone, which is a giant ad agency. And that's how we got companies like DraftKings on the show. But he's a huge fan too of the show. And, um, and he's going to be doing work with us in 2023 because he moved to a new agency. But um, what a great guy he is. And he brought down some really, really nice whiskey, which was terrific. Uh, Brent Wright brought a really nice bottle of vodka. Um, Michael Ambacher brought this beautiful bottle of rum, which was great. Shout out to, shout out to Bernard for giving me that, that Snoop Gin. Shout out. Yeah, I left yep. it in his car. Shit, so I need that, Bernard. It was so great. But the, really, the two most special shout outs were, we can't ignore it. Yeah. Shout out to the captains. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Troy Sears and Captain Fathom, what they what th what they do on this boat on the yacht America. I'm telling you right now, if you've ever thought to yourself, "Gosh, what am I going to do? I got family and friends coming into town. I don't know what to do, but I want to do something super San Diego." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Most people, believe it or not, have never been on a boat like this. And and when I say believe it or not, what I mean is most people in San Diego probably never really get onto the water. They probably never get into the bay. They've never been right next to North Island 
or you know sea level, the restaurant, or they've never floated around uh, Point Loma to see like where the nuclear subs are, or to see where the the uh, where the Navy trains the dolphins. And it's so amazing to be on a boat in the bay and then to look back at the city. It's like, so you've got Point Loma over here and you're looking at all the beautiful houses up on the hill and then downtown San Diego and then the Coronado Bridge and, um, you know, North Island. You don't get that perspective that often. But if you go to nextlevelsailing.com, all these whales are running right now. You can see whales right off our coast but you're also seeing the most beautiful scenery of San Diego that again, I'm just guessing most San Diegans have never even seen this before. So were you on their boat? Yes. Yesterday. I was not. Um, I was on a friend's boat last night as part of the uh, parade of lights, but I took pictures of the out America cause it was right next to us. Yeah. I saw the, uh, I saw their Instagram yesterday. Yeah. Was, really yeah. cool. It's Guys, I'm telling sick. you, man, to, to have, to have great friends like Joe Rigby who came out and brought the, the tailgate party. To have the Don and Lori Benson, kind of the same deal. Um, Al Long, Bernard Thompson, um, Tommy Tommy, these kinds of guys who are around the show all the time. Just can't thank you guys enough. You know, and and again, a lot of people, a lot of people on social media who weren't there saw Billy Ray and Linda and us and all of us together, and that just made people really happy. You know, because it was an important part of their lives at one time. So, hey, let me cool. uh, can I address something real quick? Go ahead. Uh, to all the people who find it, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, like they're the first ones to tell me that the show is better with just Br and Scott. Nobody's trying to replace Br. I just want to be very clear about this. No one's trying to replace Br. This isn't a competition. Like Br is now doing something different with his life. And Alex and I are taking over as to keep the show going. We're not trying to replace him. We don't think we're better than him. I don't need you to keep saying that to me because the <laughs> next person that does, I'm going to curse you out. Like it's, it's not, a, it's not, it's a, it's great. And if he was around shocker, the show would still be the same. The same amount of people would be on the show. It'd be four people. He'd be here. If Linda still wanted to be a part of the show, she'd still be a part of the show. No one got kicked out. Like, oh, no, 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 like no. This, listen, I, this idea listen. that this version is competing against that version. No, Stop doing that. Not, no, I say to people on, on social media, I'm like, bro, we had to reinvent. We, had, we didn't do it because we wanted to. Right. We did it because we had to. So we reinvented. And, and I always tell people, I'm like, hey, you know, I'll, anything that you're saying about how the show was better back then, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment to Billy Ray. But I mean, respect the hustle at least. Like, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to slap the next person. Nah, you don't have really to slap am. anybody. Don't I'm don't make mink on anybody. Person. It's a holiday season, bro. Yeah, yeah I really so, hope somebody says that to you today. Sometimes, sometimes you got to give somebody I'm here a slap. for chaos. Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm annoyed by that. Like, yo, stop doing that. Like, this ain't that. This ain't that kind of show. This ain't no. that kind of place. We don't. Hey, listen, we, we we're luck. We're we're lucky, dude. We're lucky that that when when 1090 was winding down in 2019, and Billy Ray was kind of like, hey, I'm not sure I want to keep keep going. We're lucky that Alex was in position to take over. And we're lucky that Browner was was part of the show doing what he was doing back then, and that that we were able to put this all together and keep it all alive. And by the way, by keeping it alive. That's how you have Billy Ray and Kim show up and Linda and Austin show up and all the great friends that were part of it back then, Gary and Fat Tony and the Bensons and Joe Rigby. That's how you keep the family together. The only person you won't see on this show again is Burt Grossman. Even Burt chimed in this past weekend and asked me how things were going, asked me how Billy Ray was doing. That's, he can call him. 
That's it. That's the only person you won't see around here. Him. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. That's, That's too bad. That's for him. Unfortunate for him. That's too bad. All right, Alex, are we ready for today's highlight of the day? Because to be honest with you, as we're getting ready to uh, to rock out of here, radio listeners, you got Browner Lawhead coming up at the top of the mm -hmm. hour. My favorite thing we've talked about today is this Raiders-Patriots finish to their game. That was great. It was amazing. It really, really was. So I'd love to get to the highlight of the day and then give some final thoughts on, on the craziness of the weekend. Grande, you tell me when you're ready to roll. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. All right, y'all. The promo code is HOLIDAYS, H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E, H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E, all lower caps. Spend 25 bucks, get 20% off your purchase at Tory and California Holistics. Uh, for the record, uh, for the holiday season, they're open every day. Yeah. So don't worry about that. They're open hey, every single day, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. They're open. You know that picture that you had? Um, this was at the end of the evening. It was me and uh, J.D. Ocampo, who's who runs our fantasy football league, longtime great friend, and his boy Andre, who's been a longtime listener as well. You see that picture, Alex? I, I sent it to you earlier. I know you put it up on the screen. Um, we were at the end of the night. We were kind of all getting into our cars, and and Linda and Austin were heading home because I think one of their kids had just gotten back from college, and I was you know heading back north. And so we're standing there talking to JD, who's on the far left, and then Andre, who's standing right next to me. Andre tells me a story about how his kids will watch the show with him, and they sent me this video. I'll get it for you for tomorrow because they sent it to me by Twitter. But listen to how the little kids are watching the highlight of the day, man. Listen to this. <laughs> the kids, the little kids are sitting there watching. Do you want to get high, man? It's a great it's program. so cute, man. That is so adorable. Shout out to us. Yeah. And and shout out to Andre, who's got the got the show on the big screen, you know? That's awesome, dude. Ready? Uh sure. Otherwise, other than I froze and my camera's off again. Okay. I'll keep going while you fix your camera. No big Thank deal. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the Bucks also had a massive collapse this weekend. They were up really? 17 to nothing against the Cincinnati Bengals. Part of that, uh, I believe they had five, no, six, no, seven turnovers at some point. No. And one of those uh, also things that happened was they went for a fake punt and they forgot to tell the person that's going to receive the ball for the fake punt, Giovanni <laughs> Bernard. They forgot, they just forgot to tell him what was going on, I guess. And um, after. And this is going to lead us to a debate. That's why I'm doing it. He was asked to speak to the media, but you're not asked in the NFL to go to a podium unless you're the head coach or sometimes the quarterback. And that's really mm -hmm. it. Everybody else gets asked questions in the locker room. Mm -hmm. The story goes, and I'll play the video, that this was like a long time after the game and Giovanni Bernard was on his way out. According to you'll hear the reporters, he is refusing to talk to them because he messed up on this play. That was an insinuation by the reporters. The look on Giovanni Bernard's face when he's like, you got to see this, and I want to know where you guys stand on this, this exchange between 
Tampa Bay Bucks reporters and Giovanni Bernard. See how talking is. Well, you were injured all year. What have you done for us Sorry. to talk to you about all year? I, I talked to you Tuesday. You, what, just don't, don't just talk. Don't say you're not talking because I didn't talk to you all year. You were also injured most of the season too. Hold on, Can I can I go to my family that I have outside? And you all can. Of a sudden now? Just just don't say we didn't talk to you we, all year. We just wanted to ask for your perspective on what happened. You, there. You're involved in one of the biggest plays of the game. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate your time. We do. We won't hold you. We we would have talked to you in the season, but also okay, you were injured. Just tell us what occurred on the on the punt. Miscommunication. That's all it was on my part. I take complete fault for that. Did was it a know? fake? I don't know. It was complete fault. My fault. That's it. Did, Is it something the team hasn't practiced? It's this all week? me. All me. That's uh, something that I did wrong, and that's all. So you. Were it was aware. all on me. Yep. Number twenty-five out there. That was me. Um, I was the one that did it. But were you aware it was, that it was just a fake? Me. Yeah, I, I messed up. I understand that, but I'm just asking if you knew it was. I messed we up. We just didn't know if it was a communication. Yeah, breakdown. I messed up. Thank you. Okay. Yep. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> that thing's gone viral. That thing's got four million views. It's from reporter Jenna Lane, who works for ESPN. She covers the Bucks, and mm-hmm. she was the woman that was saying, "You were hurt all year. Like, when are we going to ask you questions?" I guess the way it was reported was mm-hmm. that. Geo at some point before the cameras rolling said, "You guys never talked to me all year long. Why do you want to like talk to me now?" Well, I guess that was think? the way it was right, but that's the way it was reported. He's where a he's... former Bengal, and they just got beat by the Bengals, and you right. were involved in one of the biggest plays of the game. Why do you think Correct. we want to talk to you? But the people, the reaction by the reporter yelling at him, "You were hurt all year long. When are we going to talk to you?" Is where now confusion's coming in, and this thing's gone viral. Four million views. I'm trying to remember. Um... We recently had another story about uh, an athlete in the locker room and the, and the, the reporters didn't really want to like give him a hard time. Um, oh, no, it was the LeBron thing. It was when LeBron told everybody that he was really disappointed in them for not asking about the Jerry Jones thing. And then when they started to explain to him why they hadn't, he was like, shut them all down. You know, isn't it amazing how a guy like Giovanni Bernard, who in the NFL, he had a taste of being good for a short period of time with the Bengals. Not that they were good, but he was good. Um, now he's a backup player with the Buccaneers. And the difference between the 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 media gets shut down by LeBron versus Giovanni Bernard is like, I'll say whatever I want. Hey, the reason I didn't talk to you is because you're hurt, Jack. You know? Or wait, we're not trying to take up too much of your time. We're just trying to figure this out. Like, no respect versus LeBron. Yeah. Okay, LeBron, whatever you say, King. My bad. That's yeah, pretty funny. What, Browner, what's the look? What's the look? If I was him, I'd have snapped on all them people. I'd have, turned around, I'd, have, I'd have turned around and said, all right, okay, get the cameras over here. All right, let's go. Y'all, let me know when y'all ready. Let me know when y'all ask your question. Ask your question. Dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> I'd have, uh, what? Okay. I, I'm trying to get outside to my family. Y'all ain't talking to me all year. Yeah, I've been hurt because I play football. And when you play football, you get hurt. You get hurt reporting? No. Dumb. Next question. I'd have snapped on them people. The man clearly didn't want to talk. He clearly made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's part of yes, that is part of the business is answering questions, but sometimes you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You can walk away. But that that's on the PR person too. Hey guys, no questions. He he said no. He said no. I've been in locker rooms when guys have said no. It happens. They say no. Just you know, whatever. Yeah. You were hurt all year. Shut up. I kind of agree with I kind of agree with Browner. Like I understand that there are some journalists out there that think players are 
contract well they are contractually obligated to speak to them when available but they treat them a certain way sometimes and this particular two reporters came off as jerks came off as big time d-bags so if giovanni bernard turned around because his face said it all right he's like yeah excuse me but if he turned around and did what browner said i wouldn't blame giovanni bernard one bit can we watch it one more time let's just see it one more time just take a look here Well, well, you were injured all year. What have you done for us to talk to you about all year? I I talked to you Tuesday. Just don't just talk. Don't say you're not talking because I didn't talk to you all year. You were also injured most of the season too. Hold on, hold on. Just relax. Just just don't say we didn't talk to you all year. We just wanted to ask for your perspective on what happened. You're involved in one of the biggest plays of the game. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate your time. We do. All right. You can can call it right here. (laughs) The fact, but you know, the girl reporter, I don't know her name. You said Jenna Lane. She's taken, you said she's the one that's kind of gone viral, Mm -hmm. but there's the guy who's like, Hey, just don't say that, that, that it's because we don't talk to you during the year. Like that guy's trying to set geo straight from the beginning. Like, I just talked to you on Tuesday, dude. Don't say, don't say you won't talk to us because we don't talk to you all year. That's a local news guy who cannot get his, his credential revoked. He'd been doing this too long. And then she's been, She's been defending herself on Twitter like all day. She's been she's like, better. and she's going down with the whole like, dude, he's contractually obligated to speak to us. Like, that's all I wanted him was to speak to us. And according to her, she was like, this is the first time I've seen him in the locker room all year long where I would have talked to him previously, but I never had the opportunity to do so. So she's mm-hmm. going down with that ship, whether it's true or not. Mm-hmm. Two, right. when would you, when would you need to talk to Giovanni Bernard other than at that moment? So that's, mm-hmm. that's untrue. I've been trying to talk you know, to him I never about thought, what? As someone that doesn't do locker rooms and probably never will, does the, whatever. It is interesting great. to think about how you know who you're going to talk to for the Bucks, mm-hmm. And then there's 50 other guys in that locker room that are just looking at their teammates get questioned nonstop. Dude. Giovanni Bernard is that guy. Being in the locker room <laughs> is the worst. I would, it is. I, well, listen, Terrible. let me tell you. When I, let me tell you this. And we're, we're getting ready to get out of here, but um, when I was working for Westwood One every year, and I haven't worked for Westwood One since the pandemic because they they just quit putting reporters uh, on the field. And so when you're doing a playoff game, let, let's say you're you're doing the early game, right? So uh, the Chargers are playing the Bengals, as an example, and um, the game ends and the Bengals win, and there's a post game interview on the field. Thank you very much. But then in the halftime of the next game. They, they say, hey, um, our own Scott Kaplan spoke to Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow. Here's that interview. Mm-hmm. So when you get done with the game, you have to do a field interview, and then you have to go into the locker room and do another interview. And I would always be like, I don't want to do this. You got to. I'm like, I don't want to. They're like, but we need the interview. So I go into the locker room. Now everybody's showering, getting ready, and, and there's media everywhere, and there's naked dudes everywhere. And you're like, you got to sit there and wait and wait and wait. And, and like one guy, like he's trying to get dressed. I'm like, Hey bro, I'm not trying to, you know, become a pain in the ass. I'm just like, can you, can you understand that I'm waiting for you? Take their time. Take their, they don't want to do it. Take their time. It just sucks to be in that situation. I wouldn't, I don't know who the girl is. I don't know who the guy is. I just know being in the locker room for post-game interviews sucks. I never want to do it again. Dude. Yeah, I agree. I did. I did Christmas Day Lakers Celtics with Kobe Bryant. Oh boy, oh boy, yeah. We don't have enough time for that story. 
All right, here's the deal. Browner Lawhead coming up next for those of you that are listening on 1090. For those of you that are with us on YouTube, on any of the audio podcasts, we'll have a separate finish for you guys over here, so stay tuned. Um, and then I just want to say to everybody, catch the TV show tonight on Channel 4 San Diego, part of the Cox Your View Network, from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. We are back tomorrow. Great friends, we appreciate you. We love you. We are back tomorrow. Peace out, everybody. At least 1090 listeners. All right. I'm going to wrap things up. Um, didn't know how today's show was going to go because of all the craziness of sports this weekend. Glad we got in some World Cup. I, I've uh, texted Landon Donovan. I want him to come on the show uh, this week when he gets back into town. Oh, wait. We still going to be talking about soccer? Well, I think that to uh, to wrap up the World Cup and to talk to Landon about his experience, you don't think that's interesting? Yeah, he cool. He cool. He aight. He aight. Um, You know who I'd like to have on this week, Alex? I'd love to have on JT the Brick tomorrow to talk about the Raiders. Feeling you! Different Brick. In Vegas. I'd love to have JT the Brick on tomorrow to talk about the Raiders and what happened this weekend. As the week goes on, depending on what happens with tonight's game between the Rams and the Packers, might want to bring DeMarco back on. Everybody seems to really like DeMarco. Um, I just, uh, this, this past weekend of NFL football, I, I can't remember another weekend Maybe it's just my memory, but where so much crazy-ass shit happened. The poop was hitting the fan left and right. Yeah, it was crazy. And then I got to tell you guys, the weekend with the boat was just, it was amazing. It was awesome. It was it was better than ever before. And it, it was so great that at no point during the boat trip did I get up and, hey, let me make a comment. Let me tell you guys how much we appreciate you. You know what else I didn't do? Hey, can we all, everybody, like, put, like, five bucks in, ten bucks in? We'll help Joe Rigby out with all this food he bought. We'll give a tip to the to the crew on the boat. Me and Rachel, freaking, dude, we fucking emptied whatever cash we had in our pockets to to, <laughs> to tip the crew, which, uh, which turned into I was a... tipping after my drinks. Oh, were you really? That was nice. Mm -hmm. that was I was nice. tipping after my drinks. I have, uh, I know he'll hate this, but I know I have Joe Rigby's Venmo. I could share it with okay. everybody. You don't have to share it with everybody. Just share it with me. Okay. And I'll, I, I, I will, I gotta, I, come on. He gotta, he can't be responsible for all that. And then not you go know? on the boat. Come on now. And then not go on the boat. Just I pay him and block him. Pay him and block him? <laughs> pay him and block him so he can't send it back. <laughs> I'll find All right, listen, listen, we're going to, this is our final week on the air for the year. Um, I actually have to take off on one. No, no, actually, I think I'll be here on Wednesday because now, you know, I got more baby mama drama. I got to go back to court on Wednesday. Um, and then we'll finish up on Friday. We'll finish up and we'll uh, we'll take a little much needed rest, fellas. You know, we'll sure. So you guys doing the show on Friday without me? Oh, no, I forgot about that. You're not going to be here on Friday, huh? So you, you've declared Friday. Thursday's our last day. Yes. Okay. I can't get out of what I got going on Friday. Okay, I'd like to know what that is. Oh, wouldn't you? Not that I, not that I would try and talk him Me? out of it. No, yeah, I just be curious. Oh, I don't want to know. It ain't my business. You know how I operate. Listen, I trick man in his word. I know, but I, you <laughs> know, I if he can't get out of it, he can't. Yeah, you, you will ask questions to somebody. Kill over, <laughs> and then I would tell the truth. Yeah, like, like here's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen, we're out of here. We're back tomorrow. So much love, everybody. Peace out.